Hey, let's start the show. It's September 13th, 2012. Welcome to This Is Only a Test, the official podcast of Tested.com. I'm Will Smith. Joining me today on this, the greatest of days, Norman Chan. Yesterday was the greatest of days. Yesterday, well, we're recording yesterday. Today mm. is tomorrow. And yesterday is today. Also, tomorrow, tomorrow. don't sing that or we have to pay the fee. Also joining us today is our favorite Brad, uh, Brad Shoemaker. I never know what day it is. It's, it's Wednesday. That's how I No, live. it's Thursday. That's how I live my life. Well, you, you guys always think Tuesday's Monday and Monday's Friday. And live Friday's every day October. like it's your last, man. That's no regrets. Yeah, you, you know what, Brad? You only live once. Get busy living or you get busy dying. Professional training, but you live with no regrets. You know what they say? If you're not getting older, what? You're dead. I'm, I'm so dead. What if you're getting younger? Then, 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 then you're Benjamin Button. You're, you're an ungodly demon, Brad Pitt. Who would want to be a wrinkly baby? Uh, wrinkly babies are the best kind of babies. They I all think. are wrinkly, or they're of. really tight. Like they sometimes they look swollen and puffy. Fat, fat babies. Fat babies. Buddha babies. Yeah. yeah, we and saw chubby cheeks. We saw some real chubby cheeks this weekend. Yeah. Gary's baby has chubby cheeks. Oh yeah, big cheeks. But the baby is growing exponentially. Mm. Yes, from what I can tell. It if it keeps be contained, up with, yes, within her skin. Soon that baby will consume us all. If the baby continues growing at the existing rate, she will exceed the mass of Jupiter in about four <laughs> years. So is that is that like the Enterprise computers like official calculation? That's what I just made up. Just Brad reverse polarity. Extrapolate and enhance. I hooked the power coupling up to the negative power coupling. Uh, so yesterday was iPhone day. Do we want to talk about that or do we want to talk about Philadelphia? Because you you went on a trip, yes. on a vacation. I thought you didn't believe in vacations, Norman Chan. Uh, apparently, I am forced to take them. Is this by a, the part of the new – okay. Not part of the new corporate regime. It's not part of the new Corp- kind of, uh, corporate regime uh, says, personal uh, regime. You know, vacation, if you do not take them, they will go away. Yes. I just assume I'm going to be capped at 120 hours for the rest of my life. It's kind of where I'm Yesterday, at. Apple announced a new iPhone. <laughs> That's it for vacation talk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so iPhone 5, uh, yesterday morning. We can talk about it now. It's no longer a rumor. No, it's on the it's on the to talk about list. But everything was accurate, right? All the rumors were accurate. Really? Uh, Except for the NFC rumor, but um, but even no that, but even that, like a month before, they nailed that not being in there. They meaning the well, rumor mill, the rumor mill, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the Internet Collective. Yeah, it's it was a real boring press conference. If you read a bunch of rumors, I haven't read any rumors, so it was super exciting for me. I was like, oh man, that's a row of icons. Like, Guess ah. what? Guess what, guys? It's staying the same width, isn't it? Isn't it your job to read rumors? Guess what, guys? To stay guess, abreast. Guess of- what? Guess what? It's four inches. Oh my god! I can't believe it. It's a big, it's a big what, deal. What, what right? resolution is the screen? It's eleven thirty-six by six hundred and forty pixels. That's crazy. That's the same pixel density, but one row higher. Yeah. Um, I don't read rumors. I'm tired yeah. of them. I'm, okay. I'm done. Will says he doesn't read rumors. I, do, I don't read rumors. He's listen to them. I don't listen to them either. Sometimes you say them, and I can't help but listen to there them. There you go. But um, I, 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 I'm too good for reading rumors. I would like to have someone read them. For no, me. no, 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 no. That's that not what I mean. Is what I mean. What I mean is, uh, you talk about them in the office when Gary's here. That is a very good excuse, and I can't help but that is a very good excuse for <laughs> saying to 
to technically say that you do not read rumors. I, I find that uh, the you know it's, I, I put in my browser history just in case. You know, just to give the illusion that I read them, but I don't actually read the pages. No, no I don't. No. I don't read them. No, I don't. They, they might be. They might history. be in my browser history. Maybe. There's, you see, you think, I can't help it. Links need to be purple. Blue links are so boring. Also, as the one and only person on the internet who was surprised by this announcement, how did you feel about it? That was okay. Yeah, just uh, okay. I mean, here's the thing. Bigger screens, interesting. I think that keeping the width the same, changing the aspect ratio is a, is a is an interesting move. Um, especially given that the, the kind of arms escalation race in everyone else's phone sizes, where it seems like four and a half inches is the new normal size for an Android phone or, or a Windows phone. Um, when Android phones went up to four inches, instead of increasing pixel density, they went up in size so they could reach resolutions like 720p. And so and they having, could have battery for LTE so modems. A big, you know or not even for some phones that had LTE did not have the HD screen, the 800 screens, uh, 720 screens that they could t- technically call it HD because HD was a big, still is a big selling point for a lot of mainstream consumers, uh, when shopping for devices with screens, Apple's new phone, they don't use this HD moniker anywhere except FaceTime HD because that records 720p video now. Uh, but it is a 16 by nine display now on the Almost iPhone. 16 by very, nine. very close to 16 by nine as opposed to, the four by three uh, that was on the two by three, three by two, three by mean. two, three by two that was on the uh, iPads four by three, iPhones three by two on on the iPhone four and four S and iPhone iPhone three G and three GS. Um, so it was pretty clever the way they did that because you just take the same LCD panels and it recut them basically. Uh, but the way those panels are bonded to the glass now is different. So it's not the exact same process, and that's partly how they got it thinner. Well, so the digitizer is directly on the screen now, which is which is a relatively new enhancement. It should mean uh, we saw this first on uh, phones like the HTC One X, and the upshot is that the the image looks like it's coming. It looks like it's way closer. You know how you kind of look into a phone sometimes; it looks like you're looking it's down under glass into a frame almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it doesn't that that effect is not present hmm. in the One X. And to be fair, it was a big jump from the three GS to the four, not just in resolution, but also in moving the LCD screen closer to the glass and having thinner glass. Gorilla Glass Two, which we don't know if that's what's being used in uh, the new iPhone, is thinner, uh, but just as durable as the Corning Gorilla Glass One. Um, well, so they say. When 4S came out last year, a lot of people said it wasn't the you know a noteworthy update. They kept the body the same. They added Siri or new processor. Um, and there are a lot of stories talking about Apple wanting to keep their phones at 3.5 because it was optimal for the, the one thumb usage. Hold it, hold your phone with one hand, and the radius or the range of where your thumb can hit perfectly fills a 3.5 inch screen for most you know, for normal stand, size, normal size thumbs, uh, hands and fingers. Uh, with a four inch screen. I think you could still make that argument. Yeah. Um, well, at least the, at least on the, the X axis. Yes. Across and, across the oh, phone. Exactly. And if not, and top to smart bottom. UI designers will design their apps so that you know you don't have too many buttons on the top left or top right screen, whether you're using right or left hand. And so most of the activity, that's why the keyboard stuff and a lot of navigation Safari is on the bottom of the screen. I mean, they did in in the press conference. Who was it? Schiller or whoever was up there was making an appeal to one-handed usability, right? Like they straight up said, this is why. They kind of validated the Gruber thing from yeah. last year, yeah. Um, I mean, I have seen it said. What's the what's the current like reigning champ of monster screens? Is it the Galaxy the, S3? Is that the big one? Well, the well, Note is 5.5. Well, yeah, but that's, like, that's, that's just out of the realm of you know, sanity. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the, but I, I have seen it said anecdotally that from people who use that device that, yeah, you do kind of have to resort to a two-thumbed 
operation mode, which is not necessarily comfortable. I, I found that even with the bigger Android phones, the Galaxy. Hey, it makes it impossible the, to text while driving or walking. Well, that's well, you can text while walking because you can, you can use two hands. Game Boy. It. Um, yeah, I, I, am you know, everybody. Whenever you say this, people always say you're an apologist or a fanboy. But I, I don't have any problem with the smaller. Like I feel like that screen is big enough. I also have a tablet, so when I need need more screen, then I bust out the Nexus Seven or the or the iPad. Um, and there was this huge rant written. I think Jesus Diaz at uh, Gizmodo wrote this long post about why sixteen by nine doesn't make sense. And he wrote this back in January or so about why Apple would never do a sixteen by nine screen. And you know what they did. Well, Extra row of icons. I mean, they they need more. They need. I think there is a concern. I think my hunch would be that there's a concern uh, in the marketing department that says, "Hey, if you have a three inch screen, you're saying else marketing. Has a, yeah, marketing is what determines product I, design. I think that that I, this seems like uh, making the screen bigger all of a sudden seems like a marketing concern. I think it was a compromise between. Possibly that, but also now that you have an actual taller phone, bigger battery for LTE, uh, keeping that battery life in, well, and, and also having a thinner phone. So here's the thing, though. I did the math on the interior, on the volume. And this isn't interior volume. This is volume of the entire device, which is probably not entirely comparable because my guess is the aluminum back is a lot thinner than the glass back on the 4S. Is that what it is? It's aluminum? It's aluminum back. That kind of textured-looking yeah. panel? Yep. Yeah. And then the top and bottom are glass. going to be glass. See, the ceramic that's glass for the white or a uh, different type of glass for the black. And that's probably like it's a for concession EM, to radio. It's for radios, radio yeah. Trend? Okay. Um, so the, the iPhone 4S was 63 milliliters of volume. The iPhone 5 is 55 milliliters of volume, assuming a perfect square, not not accounting for the rounded corners and stuff like that. The volume for the battery doesn't always I – mean, it's, not, it's not a straight correlation. Well, well like Batteries, it depends having on, surface area matters a lot for batteries. That's true. But, the but electricity it, flows in a way it's being kept inside the cells. It's also volume. Vol- no, no. The volume more volume, the bigger the battery. So More volume, yes, but more surface area. I mean, a sphere, spherical battery is not going to be as effective as something with the same volume that's flat. I did not know that, but I, I will mean, take your word for yeah, it. I mean, that's why batteries... <laughs> I've never heard this before in my life. Th- think about it. That's why when you have lithium polymer batteries, uh-huh. that you, the reason you cannot get them out of... One of the reasons that they're built into laptops now is because they can form and have increased surface area, so it's not just a chunk. No, no, no. That's so they can fit more battery into the same size case. So they can use the dead spaces that wouldn't fit a square battery. Someone should let us know. I feel like we need to bust out a compass and a protractor right now. If only we had someone here to bust some myths. Mm -hmm. Um, They've freed up space in some other ways. You know, the connector got smaller, so that should probably take less space on the main board. Well, and the aluminum's probably thinner than the glass. I I mean, uh, almost certainly thinner than the glass. Well, the phone Um, itself is thinner. uh, what I was going to say, though, is that the they, they've also reduced the process size on the CPU. So it's a 5%, a 5% process size reduction, which means that it'll... But it's um, also the, a new generation, right? 5% process uh, it's, size? It's so, uh, Cortex-A15. A, uh, A15. Well, they're calling it an A6, but what does that mean? That, the A6 is Apple's brand name for right, it, yeah. but they're, the license that they use for ARM... The design is based on Cortex A15, which has been in development for a couple of years now. Right, right. And everything before that was A9. So that increases capabilities and performance on kind of the same. Uh, the actual, uh, the know, actual die, uh, the CPU is now twenty percent, twenty percent small. Twenty percent. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, Norm. Um, I was thinking a fifth. I mean, they were claiming two uh, two x improvement on CPU and GPU function. You know what relative benchmarks are like? I know, you know, I know but like compared to what? What are they comparing? Uh, compared to A5 is is what the, my understanding. No, of that in is. what though? 
Yeah, right. that's, that's what I mean. Well, I mean, I would kind of assume it's A5. It can't be on, 2X over a, a 4S. That seems crazy. Well, it could be 2X graphics performance if they increase the number of shader cores and stuff like that. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff they can do to get a 2X number that are going to be completely invisible to normal users. Um, my hunch would be, I mean, I don't think that there's a whole lot of stuff people use iPhones for that they're going to notice a 2X performance boost. Sure. It's not like games are running at 20 frames a second and going to 40 is going to improve things. I want to be able to not see that hitch when I scroll over from the home screen to the search menu. Okay. That hitch has always been there. That bothers you. It absolutely bothers me. And you know what? Going from a th- every phone, 3G to 3GS, 3GS to 4 and 4 to 4S, these subtle improvements in UI and web browsing – it might not be something you notice every time, but over time, it adds up. And then those improvements slowly erode as they upgrade uh, iOS until you can't stand using is, the device anymore. That is exactly what happens, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so Okay, so let's see. We talked about the screen. I think that the way they're handling the legacy apps is kind of lame. They're going to put black borders on the top and bottom of the screen. I mean, if this is anything like the iPad transition, then what, what you'll see is people developing, adjusting their apps for the new screen size relatively quickly. Um, they claimed that it was a very fast transition in the keynote today, um, and that the handful of developers they gave access, early access to were able to make the transition really quickly. But had they not been a bunch of secretive assholes, then this stuff could have all been posted at WWDC, and all the apps that were being released over the last six months could have supported the new resolution. Well, so they got, they got two weeks. Games. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I mean, but the point is, it wasn't a secret. Everybody knew. Yeah. Every rumor site had it posted. All the Mac sites had it posted. Yeah, you're right. and Engadget and The Verge and all that, those people. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was on all of the sites. <laughs> oh, okay. The resolution was common. You told me this, Norm. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, not that you read it. Not that I read it. It was on all those sites. Not that I read it. Yeah. Um, I just also made an assumption. Mm, okay. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if they had said, hey, developers, here's how you support the new higher resolution, it was already the worst <laughs> kept secret it, ever. They should, like, put down five cards. Here are the five potential new resolutions <laughs> that you can design for. You know, wider, 1280 by 720. Here's a, the wild card, wink, wink, 1136 by 640. Australia. Um, but we do get black borders. And so on something like an iPad, if you're running an iPhone app, you potentially could see two types of borders. Awesome. See the reduced three by, uh, what is, uh, four but by You would th- only see one border two? on the new iPad because it would fill the, fill vertically with the iPhone and then have black bars on the sides. Yeah. Well, on the iPad, you don't, you get a, when you run an iPhone app on an iPad that's not supported, you get a, a little black border and then just a lot of dead space. Uh, in demos, I don't think you see a border at all. You're not going to see a border. It's just black space. Which okay. is more reason to get the black one. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, it's an LTE device. It's a universal modem. It's a world phone. It supports all the, from GPRS on forward data standards. So GPS, 3G, HSP, HDSPA, HASPCA, whatever the fuck that one is. Does it the, have MIMO? The, uh, for the dual, dual for antenna? For the antenna. They didn't say. Does not. Does not. Okay. Does not. I mean, they're what, saying what? That it's a, uh, so. Uh, that's what, on the Wi-Fi side. It supports the 2.4 and 5 gigahertz oh, bands. Okay. Single antenna. Um, they call si- that a dynamic yeah. antenna. So it will switch whenever it needs to be on so Wi-Fi. All those standards you just rattled off all fall under the umbrella of those LTE? Are, those are cellular. No, no, no. no those are just oh, those are, those are legacy. Yes. Going back to 1999. Oh, okay. Probably. So does it have Edge? Uh, edge is GPRS, yeah. Okay, wow. Uh, no, GPRS predates Edge. Edge is 2G. Uh, 3G is, is what we use and now. And you know some carriers won't even have that. So it's just... 
backwards compatibility sure. right? well, if you're in countries that and only international have yeah but despite being a world phone it's still probably going to be like carrier locked right like how does that it, typically what happens yeah. is that you either get a phone that's key locked from the factory if they ship it to Verizon or AT&T or if you go to the Apple store when you activate it then you activate it and it's locked from that point forward i don't think okay. when you go to the Apple store traditionally even though it's the same phone like with the 4S they have the allocated factory lock so they are in stock with AT&T versions, in stock with Verizon versions. Well, so it's not like when they sign you up, they program it in. But at least there. at this point, it's all the same piece of hardware now. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. They ship that Which was in, not true in, in the In past. the factory. No. But then uh, you can never undo that lock, right? No, thing. no, you can't undo it. Or you have to pay? No, you can't unlock the carrier. You can unlock the phone. You can't switch from a, from a 3G to a, a CDMA phone once it's been locked on the iPhone 4. At least I'm not aware of a way to do that. You can you can make your AT and T phone work on T Mobile yes. if you pay AT and T, but you can't you can't make your AT and T phone work on Verizon or Sprint. Correct. Because that, that is, is my that, is, that is why at the factory that is locked when the, I, when they sh- when they put it. And in that's the not likely to change. I right? would be shocked if that changed. Okay. Yeah. Um, Even though the Verizon ones will still come with you know SIM card slots, um, but that's so you can use it internationally. International travel. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So you can you can get it unlocked for Verizon. Say I'm going to Europe and get an orange SIM card to jam in the phone when you wow. go. To they didn't mention having Europe. the new Nano SIM, uh, the or whatever it's called. Um, but um, I don't think people care about SIM card size. I, I, I totally care about SIM card size. Really? Yeah. I mean, for people who want to use a T-Mobile, they have to have T-Mobile has to have the new SIM card size in order to if they want to, you know, use iPhone and T-Mobile. Fair enough. Um. I, you know the the let's talk about the Wi-Fi stuff for a minute because I think that uh, uh, let's see Amazon talked about the Mimo having dual antennas on the Fire last week. We didn't get to talk about the Fire last week because we recorded on Wednesday last week too. Um, but but the Mimo antenna having high speed Wi-Fi on phones and tablets is I think pretty dumb um, because the gating factor isn't your Wi-Fi connection. The limiting factor on performance on tablets isn't the Wi-Fi connection. It's the it's the connection between your home network. And the real world. ISP. Yeah. So the gate is still your 20 megabit Comcast connection or your 6 megabit DSL connection, not the the dual antenna Wi-Fi. It's really disingenuous to imply that the Kindle Fire is suddenly going to have much better network performance because it has a slightly more expensive Wi-Fi configuration. Uh, uh, and, and I mean – Even between network devices? But but the Fire is not a device that's designed to stream between network devices. Oh, no. Devices. Fire, Fire is not. Obviously right. not. I mean, if no, you're but, using but air you're video like, inside your yes. house, that's kind of the only, or maybe maybe uh, like an AirPlay stream or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. That's really the only or use case. Or something. Or AirDrop. Or, but yeah. I mean, iOS doesn't support AirDrop. Right. Um, the, yeah, Air, AirDrop is a good use case because then you use one antenna for uh, the 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 computer to computer connection, one c- antenna to connect to the network, and and times share that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's not something that normal that normally a tablet is going to encounter a problem with. Not for browsing the web. Not for browsing the web, not even for media sharing inside the house because the connections are all way under 150 megabits. I mean, if you have a if you have a two-hour DVD or Blu-ray that you ripped, it's going to be 3,500 kilobits a second, uh, uh, 3.5 megabits a second instead of, you know, 25 or 50 megabits a second. I mean, that's crazy. Um, they're claiming battery life improvements. We talked about this a little bit already, I guess. Uh, they're saying eight hours on LTE web browsing, which seems bananas to me. That's so when they say something like that, does that mean eight hours of it sitting there transferring data? I have to assume that means eight hours of you browsing the web right. on LTE. Screen on. Screen on, but data, not, not necessarily data moving. data moving all eight hours, well, okay. but browsing the web. So you so load normal page, usage. Yeah. You yeah. read, yeah. 
you load another okay. page, you read. Sure. We'll do a live stream of that. I'll sit and browse okay. the web all day yeah. and, and for eight glorious can, hours. Can, can you browse the web for eight hours I would, nonstop? I don't think so. There's not eight hours of content on the web. No way. You Really? <laughs> I think there's at least six and a half easy. Mm, it's pushing it. I th- but I think that means a mixture of like video watching and, um, and reading. Yeah, they, and I'm sure they have some music. fuzzy math going on there to determine how that stuff... I, I mean, all I care about is how it compares to the last phone in my usage. Well, yeah. they said what did, they gave a number on that, and they say like twenty percent higher. Did I'm dreaming that up? Maybe I, I don't no, know. I don't think so. Or they just they just said more. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I you know I have to say, people give them a lot of grief, but we when we did battery tests on the first two iPads, they both dramatically exceeded their their kind of hey here's how long this is going to last. I mean I think the first one went for sixteen or seventeen hours playing standard F video the entire time. And the second one lasted about the same, doing a mixture of standard def and high def video. So it's, it's, I mean. And the iPad 3 was very impressive. You, but yeah, we, I don't think we ever actually ran it, but all the way down. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's still. I don't think I get eight hours of LTE on the, on the iPad 3, though. I do. If you're actually using it. Yeah. Okay. No, absolutely. Um, and you know, a lot of it is standby management, too. I mean, that's true. More important to me is how, how slowly or how fast the battery is draining. When I just have it in my pocket, um, I still would like the. I mean, on iPads, you can turn off LTE, even though you turn on network connection. I want that option in iOS six on the new iPhone. Uh, I they probably won't give me the ability to switch from LTE to three G or Edge. I gotta think they have to give you the ability to turn LTE off, given the amount of oh, cover, no, yeah. the, the, the number of areas data. that there aren't uh, LTE services available. Including well, no, no. All of but they, the argument they would make is that they would just, the software is smart enough to detect and just not search for LTE. Or but, but think about it this way: if you don't have LTE service and you're not in an area that's served by LTE, mm-hmm. even if it turns on once a day or once every hour to check for LTE coverage, mm-hmm. which is going to turn on a lot more frequently, oh no, that's that why has to that's, that's why it's that's uh, that's there, there has on, to be a switch. That's the switch is there on the iPad. Yeah, I want the switch to be, be there on the iPhone. There'll and be a I switch also on the want iPhone. a three G switch. Like there was, there won't on, be a three G switch. There won't be a three G switch. No, because that is one of those last resort mechanisms I can use to stretch battery life on a trip. Yeah, turn off Bluetooth, Norm. That's always. Well, but I mean, those, those chipsets continually get smaller and, and less power hungry, right? So maybe maybe three G use now isn't the same battery drain it was before. I, I would, and it's also more ubiquitous. One of the things that I've always found is that the battery life gets much worse when you're in an area with sporadic coverage. So if you're in a sporadic four oh, G area, it's yeah. going to be way worse yep. than if you're in. A, a heavy, a constant 4G area and using it all. My parents in, in the, on the rural East Coast to this day have basically zero AT&T signal in yeah. their house. And when I go there, my phone lasts like four to six hours from full charge to absolutely like bone dry yeah, I because have, it's constantly searching for a network that it can't find. I have the exact same experience in Northeast Tennessee. It sounds like a herd of elephants are out there doing something. I don't know what's going on, but <laughs> maybe is, they could be a little quieter. Oh, it's the checks? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we have engineers in the office today, so it's it's not the usual peaceful, quiet afternoon. Um, the main camera, they made it, uh, some enhancements to it. It didn't seem particularly exciting to me. Um, eight megapixels. It was eight, eight megapixels eight. on the 4S. Oh, really? Yeah, this is eight megapixels, too. Yeah, that was oh. one of the big selling points of the 4S, Siri and new camera. Uh, the new camera uh, with software does have their their panoramic feature. So panorama, yeah. you know, built-in software, just move your phone around, it'll I do s- some calculations. I saw him, I'll put I saw, a 28-megapixel yeah, picture. Yeah, I really saw him talking up the low-light performance. I was wondering if that's a, a response to the Lumia stuff. Um, I mean, it's not, not a response yeah. because the hardware's been in development. 
iPhone 4S with the HDR on and 4 with HDR on has always been okay with a uh, low light. It was much better than the the Nokia uh, 800 or uh, 900 and uh, Lumia 900. And I, you know, it, they didn't show any low light photos in the demo. They showed a lot, a lot of bright daytime photos, yeah. flowers, laughing children, Bees. all all sorts of stuff. Um, I mean, I found the, the 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 backlit sensor on the iPhone has been pretty good at low light. Uh, I care really long time. less and less about the cameras on phones. Well, it's because you have a real camera now. Yeah, people I should, I think get, people I think should get real cameras. Yeah, you're uh, dude. You're an edge case on that one. I'm sorry. I, I bought a real camera. Get a, get a real camera. Yeah, but it's pretty. You're not speaking to the masses on this one. How, you, how 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 valuable are your memories to you? I don't. Not that valuable. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I, I think any improvement to the camera is going to be good. I think people who are really serious about taking pictures, it's always going to be inadequate. Sure. Right? I mean, that's just the way it is. They, um, well, that's, yeah, that's a given, but. Yeah, they're using a more sturdy material. You're just hanging out with sensor. people in a bar and you want to, you know. Yeah. Take pictures, Drunk pictures of assholes. Making a funny face or something, you know. Yeah. Whatever. You should take out your Sony, uh, Sony mirrorless yeah. and, you know, line up the shot, get mm-hmm. the aperture set correctly. Perfect. Hold and, that face. Yeah. Make just funny. wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> and we're done. Um, what else are we talking about here? Uh, well, there's the, the other camera. There's the FaceTime. Yeah, the FaceTime, it's a front-facing 720p camera. It's just, I think it's the same one that's on or a, a similar one to the one that's on the new MacBooks. Um, I, I, it still looks like kind of shitty video conferencing when I use the one on the new MacBook. So, I, I, I mean, maybe it'll be good. I don't know. Whatever. I'm, I don't feel like higher resolution video conferencing is... I mean, I guess well, that's now, good. Now, now it has Yay. a uh, backlight illumination, and it the cam- front camera on the four and four S was crap, and the photos you take on that were crap. Uh, the back camera still takes 1080p video, and you can now capture stills while you're taking video. Uh, they didn't oh, say whether nice. the stills are just 1080p stills or whether it's full resolution stills. I'm, My I would guess is the former. You think not full resolution stills? You think they still won't give you the option to do 720p video? I uh, bet I, they'll I bet, be. No. I bet there's no option. Yeah, no, they want to sell more memory and phones. <sighs> um, I bet that the well, use I, a third party app. Yeah, so you don't don't record video with the camera app. Use oh. Camera Awesome or something yeah. like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, there are plenty of video apps. That I haven't been on an iPhone in a while. I didn't know and, about and that. You can record at 720 and you can record at different frame rates. Oh, okay. So, yeah, cool. Um, I think that the uh, I bet you can ta- I bet you can take high resolution pictures at uh, while the video is running. Well, that's like, my well, guess. That's something I'd like to test. Yeah. Um, new connector. This is a, oh well. well f- uh, before we go on microphones, there were two microphones. There was one on the front face, one on the bottom. You know, speakerphone, FaceTime, holding up to your ear, I guess. Now there's one on the front as well. So when you're taking the back, uh, the, well, the yeah, the the real camera side. Uh, so when you're FaceTiming for someone, when you're holding up the camera for your wife to talk to your parents or something, then then that works. So or just taking video in general. Yeah, taking video. Guess, and that well. that microphone is slotted right between the camera sensor and uh, the flash. Okay. Uh, new connector. I don't know how I feel about a new connector. It's called Lightning. I think that's a I dumb know, name. I know how I feel about that. It's dumb. <laughs> I like that it's, uh, it's, I think, eight pins, right? And it's ambidextrous. So you can yep. plug it in either way. Yep. I love that. That that's makes awesome. me real happy. That's awesome. I, I'm, I'm sad, though, that they stopped short of making it MagSafe. I don't care about MagSafe. Why, why, wouldn't, they, why wouldn't they do that? Because you kind of want, because sometimes you're in a position where you want the phone to be held by the connector. Well, do you like think it even fits snugly enough in there for, for that like to happen? It looks like it goes in pretty far. I mean, yeah. it looks like it goes well, in about, about the, to there. Think so. about what MagSafe was originally invented for. It was for heavier laptops. Yeah, so sure. when people trip the cord, yeah. you don't drag the laptop. The phone yeah. is so light, you trip the cord, it's going to mm. pop off. It's, it's going to drag the phone anyway. You're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah and, and, and you think about it like using it in a car dock or on a bedroom dock or something like that. The only thing that's holding it in place is the connector yeah. most of the time. So 
it's not a bad thing to have. Like I, I don't, I don't, I understand why people are saying that about the MagSafe, but it's one of those things that people don't think about. And I the think. fact that there are no like uh, teeth on the side now, where you can pull the connector out without having to squeeze the side, or without that, breaking something. Exactly. Well, the Break. real the, the connectors haven't had that in a long time. The right. ones that they sell. You still have to. I mean, you don't have to push no. in the sides, but it's you, that's why they goes in one way. Yeah, there are still some teeth. Um, so, so what's, what's not to like about it? I, I don't want to replace all the existing cables. They're twenty bucks each. I have a shitload. Thirty dollars. I mean, thirty and forty dollars. Whatever. You'll, you'll continue to buy Apple products and accrue a whole new collection. I've of, had a dozen iPods over the last ten years. Well, I, I mean, that, that, that's kind cables. of the point, though. It's a ten-year-old standard, you know. I mean, it, like, how much longer do they have to wait before they can change it? It doesn't do in, anything. In I don't need it to do. Uh, the bigger, well, maybe they, the, the they need it to do other things. That, you know, if they're going to change me, it Brad. to something smaller and more efficient, you know, yeah. size-wise, why not just use micro USB? Mm. Make mm. everyone happy. That I don't have. That's to answer crazy for. talk uh, because you can't do analog out on micro USB. That's why you can't do audio. You can't do. Well, audio that's right. This thing, this thing out. passes more more signal, right? right? They, than, so they, than that will. It'll pass video. Well, theoretically, it'll pass video. I bet that they don't do that. The, like the thirty pin dock connector will pass HD video uh, using the appropriate adapter. I bet that this one doesn't do that anymore. I bet that it does do analog audio because there's a lot of car docks and nobody likes having to do a non-line level out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I haven't looked at this. Well, the audio is also – the audio port's on the bottom now too. That's nice. Yeah. I mean that was my favorite part of the iPod Touch when I, when I first – because I, I didn't see an iPod Touch I think until we launched Tested probably. And when I realized that they put the headphone connector on the downside so you can just reach into your pocket and pull it out and it's, it's the right orientation – Really excited. It's a really dumb thing, but that's nice. <laughs> yeah. A lot of Android phones do that too. So well, it's, it's a, the right it's orientation because of the home button. Yeah. Like, unlike on the iPad, it can be, any side can be up because it'll rotate fully. Yeah. iPhone doesn't do that. Right. Um, uh, so, yeah, the, the cables are 20 bucks each. The converters. 30, $30. No, no, no. The converters, oh. a USB to lightning cable mm-hmm. is 20 bucks. Okay. The converter to convert your old dock adapter to a lightning adapter. So you adapter. can still keep your USB uh, wall, uh, wall wart. Yeah. Uh, you just got to buy a new cable that has a lightning adapter. Yes. End. That's 20 bucks. Adapter for lightning to 30 pin dock mm-hmm. is $30, which or is portion. $40. Or, or 40 bucks? Yeah. Why is it a different price? There's one that's a cable to cable. Oh, and one that's and just one a stump? That's just a stump. So the only reason you would buy that is if you've spent a lot of money on iPod docks, right? I don't even know if it's going to fit because a lot of my iPod docks, you know, the 30-pin connector. It's like it, real specific it, placement. It, it's, it's slotted perfectly and needs to be flush. Yeah. It doesn't have room for like a, you know, one-inch or 0.75-inch adapter. So you plug the cable in and you let, leave the iPod sitting on the table. Yeah. That's going to look real janky. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I hope you didn't just buy a $600 B&W dock. Yeah. Oops. New accessories. Um that's what I don't like about the new dock connectors because it doesn't seem necessary and it seems like an opportunity to sell new accessories. It's understandable, but, you know, I, I don't mean, stand in the way of progress, man. Oh, fuck. Change is so scary. Um, the no NFC rumor mill apparently said that. I didn't realize that that was a thing people had said. Uh, that really bumps me out because it seems like the passbook stuff that's coming in iOS would go perfectly with NFC. And as I, as I was driving, like as I was putting gas in my car four days ago, I like pulled up to a gas pump. I was like, that is a fucking skimmer on that gas pump. And oh, wait. Yeah. You know what they look like? Well, you just have to kind of... Uh, did you hear about my car getting stolen at PAX? No. What? Yeah. Not to derail here. No, so, please. But, what? dude, let's, let's derail. So I pulled up to the gas pump, and I was like, I, I come here all the time. I was like, oh, look, they got new pumps. I was like, wait, no, 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 they didn't. Did you take a picture? This isn't, no, I didn't take I didn't, did you, did you tell them? I, yeah, of course I told them. Okay. Why didn't you take a picture? I didn't think about it. I was in a really? hurry. Really? 
if I see something as rare as a skimmer, it's not that rare. Apparently, oh, that, no, you know what? apparently not. Find yeah. find me another one because I would like to take a picture. Well, Brad's found them. It seems. So I don't what know. Happened? I didn't, so I didn't, what happened? I didn't go back to the scene of the crime to verify. I was too uh, emotionally it's fragile fraud. at that point. Was this was this part of the can't find an Uber uh, app situation as well? Apparently, so, there's a mobile app, uh, you know, a mobile site that you can. There is use. a mobile site. So, right. what was what happened at Pax? Uh, so. Long story short, we have corporate travel cards, corporate Amexes that we use. Uh, it's, it's, it's dumb. I would rather use my personal card, except in this case, Points. where I'm very glad I didn't, because I hadn't used the card since E3, so it was like three months yeah. uh, that it had not been uh, active. And I go to a drugstore the night we get into Seattle and just buy like $10 worth of you know bottled water and stuff. Yeah. And a, the next a, day, about... A flask of whiskey? Yes, of course. Yeah, okay. I'll leave home without it. Yeah. Uh, the next day around lunchtime, like around midday, I start getting these 800 number calls, which I summarily ignore. But then I yeah, check my email later, and it's an Amex has emailed me frantically going, fraudulent charges posted to your account. Call us immediately. Wow. Uh, so you got skimmed uh, at the 7-Eleven? Uh, it, was, it was a drugstore. Okay. Uh, it was a... So I, I, Bartels, Bartels it, I think it's like a Washington no, it chain. Could, it could have been... But, not a, did you pay it a cash register? Uh, yeah, it was a, so it was, a, it was a register with a, a self-swipe little, oh. little machine. Uh, so that was the only charge I made on that card in like three months. And then the very next day, all these charges in Los Angeles started popping up. It could up. have been unscrupulous employees. It's possible. Uh, but, you know, they would have had to pull it off the receipt or whatever. Or scary to see those at, uh, at an ATM. But, I mean, gas station would be the easiest because people really don't care. Yeah, sure. gas station and they're outside. Look at, and they look they're real hoopty and there's nobody there. At Send us photos of skimmers you've so, seen so in so your this area. Was, so this was inside, a, what they look like. inside a drugstore at like a, a, a row of like eight cash registers, each with its own little card I swipe the, Oh, thing. like the, the stand thing. So that's why that's why Self-checkout. Jeff was the one who told me this is probably what happened because he said that they get yeah. installed on those things all the time. It's not totally self-checkout. How, how, there is a cashier big, uh, behind a cash register. It's uh, just that the... Card mechanism is separate from the cash register right. and yeah, more it's like at every facing the customer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Inside job. Uh, that was the other thought. It was yeah. It, it, it you know could have been somebody in how the big, store. How big are the skimmers? Movie. I don't know. So I don't know what they look like. So That's the, the thing. The thing on mine at the gas station just looked like basically it just it just looked different than it normally does. Like if I hadn't if I didn't buy gas there all Wait, the time. Okay. At a, at a grocery store when you uh, swipe your credit card, those yeah. machines they have the numpad and usually it's on the right and you slide down. Yeah. At the gas station, at least the ones I go to, it's not the slide down; it's to push it's the, the card in. Mm. Yeah, so the, it's got to be two different skimming technologies. Well, the insert, yeah. the insert one is just like another thing that clips on over the top of the mouth hole for the credit card, and it, it like if you don't know if you don't know what it normally looks like, it looks just like a kind of chunky credit card reader. So it doesn't, it doesn't extra like, hump of plastic. It, yeah, it doesn't prevent you from making your purchase. It just it reads the card as, as you put a, it yeah, in and out. Sure. And then some dude comes by and picks it up and takes the thing off. How long, how long do you think that, the, How long do you think things like that sit on those machines? I mean, I would think a couple of days at the yeah. outside. And you know, what? Right? I would bet they're easier to make now. Now that like you have the square readers, that the, the magnetic. Strip oh, dude, readers. you can buy magnetic strip readers for thirty dollars yeah. on eBay. It's no those problem. Are, these are free. Yeah, but well, okay, yes. Man, the future's scary. Well, this is why NFC is it's a terrifying. good thing, is because it's kind of like there's some well, scary security stuff, yeah. well, but it's also encrypted at least. Well, that's so, good. I mean, this went even beyond just getting a hold of the number because uh, a lot of the places that the card was being used would require you to have a physical credit card. Yeah, so they made a new card. So, so you can you can just make a dummy card with yeah. with information or, like that. Uh, the ones at ATMs they have both the skimmer and also a small camera mounted somewhere, so they see you typing your PIN number. 
Yeah. Gross. Pin the, wow. They, they need the pin plus the Holy number. shit. Yeah. The card oh to get cash. Oh, this is awful. There's a blog. There's a great blog that talks about uh, skimmers. And, and, like, he collects pictures of skimmers. Um, I can't remember what it's called. If you just search for ATM skimmer pictures, then it, it's, like, the first result. And it's it's awesome. <laughs> so you choose your your Google terms judiciously. So it doesn't look like you are look, <laughs> finding for ways Don't to end make, up on some watch list. Yeah, is this make, an, an ATM skimmer? How to. You don't don't put out to. Um, it's also the reason that like Bank of America and the, and the big banks have spent a ton of money redesigning ATMs. The new um, and when you when you get money from like an ATM uh, at Bank of America now, it shows you a picture of the slot, and it's not. Wow. They don't say, "Hey, make sure it looks like this," but it's just kind of there to reinforce you. This is what it's supposed to look like, and it's all weird shaped plastic. It's all it lights up. And yeah, Wells Fargo hasn't stuff. started showing you like this is what it should look like, but it's very clearly it's like this weird kind of like mound shape, and it's made out of like translucent green with a light shining yeah, through there, yeah. and there's a little security lock picture on it and exactly. stuff. Exactly. And a lot of places have ATMs inside the bank, so yeah. you need to go through a door securely. Right. But you know what? The way you get inside is to put your credit card yeah. in the little door ATM check, the door right? Slot. And you know what? All you need somebody to do is have a really nice camera that can have like that can high def and can read in the dark. Yeah. Just look at that and just record video all night yeah. long. Well, or I mean, you put the skimmer on the door lock, or you put at the that skimmer. point. <laughs> well, right. door locks aren't, aren't very big. Yeah. Um, it's terrifying. It I is felt terrifying. I felt violated. I I did nothing. Don't use debit cards. I, d- I didn't, okay. and I don't yeah. ever for that stuff. Yeah. Oh, see, I use my check card all the time, but uh, I also don't ever put money in that account. Well, so. you, your credit card is easy to get those no, charges dismissed, and That's you just true. get a new card. Put some pull pull money out directly out of your account. You were in much yeah, but I, like dire I, said, I, I only have my my spending money account hooked up to the check card, mm. so it's like you know, money um, is terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, we should just go to barter. I think I, I'll bring a. You know what's even more terrifying? Six eggs. Stocks. Why stocks? Like stocks, the stock exchange. Oh. Yeah, and and computerized stock exchanges uh, yeah, sure. and algorithms making trades at five decimal points. What was the What was the company that was basically ruined a few weeks ago uh, by some kind of trading error? Um, the, you, know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I remember seeing the story, but I I kind of just ignore that shit at this point. Um, Mere mortals will never. Yeah, we don't brush we, up we against can't trade. In that, that I mean, level. Term, like those computerized stock exchanges. I guess the, those people who run those are quants. Um. They have conferences about spending hundreds of millions of dollars so that they can have more efficient trades so they can access those exchanges yeah. in Chicago, New York at four milliseconds faster than No, no, no. Four tenths of a millisecond. <laughs> four f- right. Wow. Four like, milliseconds. They, they spent, or, yeah. They spent hundreds of millions of dollars running fiber direct from one place to another to cut no, no, th- fractions a of a millisecond off of the trade time. Fiber is the, you know, you would think fiber is the fastest way you get a connection between banks. Like in Batman, cut the fiber, cut the cell towers, so Bane can't make that transaction, right? Uh, but the fiber's already laid. Spoilers. Still haven't and, seen it. And, oh my god. Uh, so there was a company who bought up land between Chicago and New York so that the fiber line that they could build would not have to dip toward Philadelphia. Wow. So it can go – so you save like – So you you're know, saying fuck Philadelphia. So the line could go straight from Chicago to New York and it would be like maybe four miles longer than the direct line, what a direct piece of string from Chicago to New York would be. And so you would get on that connection round-trip latency, latency? – about four milliseconds faster than the other line. Uh-huh. And then another company decided to build towers between Chicago and New York, 200-foot towers. Microwave? And have microwave transmission because light or data, yeah. you know, waves going through air yeah. is faster than Fast. through fiber cable. Sure. So you get, instead of a 14-millisecond connection, a 9-millisecond <laughs> round trip. Man. But 
unpredictable based on the weather. Yeah, it's true. These are the real problems that face our nation today. Yeah. And then you know what some people are going to do? They're going to build drones to hover between and, and relay. I like the good old days when you bought stocks by sending a runner down to the floor of the stock exchange with a piece of paper. And it said, buy 500 shares of, of General Electric or, 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 or National Biscuit Company. And then the boy on the floor would buy the shares and you would get your pieces of paper. All this electronics trading it's nonsense. Just, just another of the many ways the technology is corrupting society. We're all fucked. Now, where were we now, with, now, our, now, with uh, our shiny hey, consumer when, devices? Wait, when so, can I buy this phone? Uh, it's available in white and black. Uh, pre-order this Friday. They're all in stores next Friday. The phones are now technically two. I guess two colors. White is silver. White and silver. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, design aesthetically, it is different from the iPhone four and four S. If you look at the four, you know what Steve Jobs said was very Leica esque. You have a glass front, glass back, and it was launched as black, right, and the silver band around it. Metal yeah, band. It's, it's making a phone out of glass is still really fucking dumb. Well, they're still making out of glass, and they, they said the glass is stronger. Uh, uh, the new phones, they're taller, of course, because of the bigger screen and the bigger battery. Uh, look at your stumpy little iPhone, Chan. The back now has aluminum, and on the white phone, it is white and a silver aluminum, and on the black phone, it is black plus oh, this a is my favorite slate, part. like aluminum. This is my favorite back. part. That so black phone matte, is all black. All black, and also the ring, the metal band around that, there's still a metal band. The metal band is now colored. Is so it, it's is it either, anodized, I guess? I guess it must be. Dude, it looks so like, awesome. The black it looks one, like Darth Vader. It looks so awesome. And my favorite part is that the band, like if you look at the, the iPhone 4 or 4S, the band, it, it looks like a band wrapped around something. Uh, the new phone, there, it has no wraparound effect. There is a 45-degree bezel. A chamfer? A chamfer. That's word of the day. Chamfer. chamfer. Great it's like crown molding for right. your phone. Okay. Wow. I'll remember that. Norm, uh, explain what crown molding is. It's explain crown molding. W- when you look at the corner of a uh, ceiling, where the ceiling meets the wall, yeah. most buildings and empty rooms, it is a d- direct cutoff edge, right? It goes 45-degree yeah. angle, ceiling to wall. Uh-huh. Crown molding is when you buy a piece of wood okay. that's uh, yeah. is angled to add some molding. It's like a baseboard uh, for the ceiling. It, it is dec- a ceiling baseboard. It, okay. It's, it's decoration <laughs> for the corner of, right. your, of your rooms to make uh, it seem less less sparse. Minimum ceiling height for crown molding? 10 feet? 12 feet. No. Uh, ten. You can do it in a 10-foot ceiling, but it makes the room look real small. I choose big crown molding, high ceilings. Yes. Big crown molding and high ceilings is the way the 1% live. So now Apple is applying decades of interior design to, to their phones. Yeah, crown molding it's, for your it's phone. It's the intersection Chamfer. of science and the humanities, just like Steve Jobs. Oh, God, don't say that. I'm going to leave now. Um, iOS 6 stuff. I have a house in that, in that corner. Um, uh, pre-order next this Friday, in stores next Friday. There is a 1632 gig version, white and black, uh, Verizon, AT&T, Sprint in the U.S. No T-Mobile. characters apply. Uh, I think it's following in internationals in a, a large number of internationals the following week and then more, I think, two weeks after that. But I stopped paying attention by that, um, I'll be honest. Sorry, not, not to roll back too yeah, much, but, but you were going to talk about the NFC stuff and, and paying and Passbook. Um, yeah, is, it, so is it really a big we'll, deal? We'll talk about iOS 6 stuff because okay, Passbook but, comes to everybody who has iOS 6. Okay. So uh, in terms of uh, phone options now, 3GS is... Looks like it's no longer available in the U.S. iPhone 4 is now. It's amazing the, that they were still selling 3GSs. You know, today. and I well, think they the still free phone. sell. I, I understand, yeah, but now iPhone damn. 4 is now the free phone. Yeah. And you would think they would make the iPhone 4 the free phone just to get people up to the retina uh, last year. I think 3GS is still going to be sold for free off contract or a very cheap contract or something in the emerging markets. 
because they're still making that display. That display is what people say. I'm going to read some rumors about the new iPad mini, that same iPhone 3GS display. Um, iPhone 4 is free on contract. You got to sneak rumors in, don't you, Chan? 4S. Well, you don't read them. So you got to keep you informed somehow. 4S is going to be $99 on contract, two-year contract. And the base price, 16 gig for the 5, is going to be 199 uh, Same as always. So you do have three carrier options in the U.S. Um, and if you are mid-contract right now, the carriers will charge you you know, an extra two hundred and fifty. AT&T is not doing that. They are just, no, they are. Just are you sure? I just read right before I came over I, here that they're not the text. not offering early upgrade. I sent if you send on the five on AT and T. Tell you right now. I don't know. I sent the number. It is. Um, I don't remember what the number is. You tell them. Norm. Star three six nine pound. A full discount on a standard device or iPhone upgrade is not available at this time, but you may qualify on 5-8-2013. We can offer you a discounted iPhone upgrade at two-year commitment pricing plus $250 along with a new two-year commitment and a $36 upgrade fee. They increased upgrade free fee from 18 bucks to 36 I'm going to explain to you what that means for me. I am not going to have an AT&T iPhone this go-round. Whoa. I'm right. switching to Verizon. I don't know if we're done Confirm? running down the features yet Fuck or not. those but, guys. But I, I, all right. Wow. That's my question. Wow. What, what carrier do so I go with here? Wait, 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 wait. Really? I ran the numbers. Before oh we goodness. did the podcast, I ran the numbers. I can get 8 gigs of data on a shared plan with Gina's phone and my phone on Verizon for exactly what I'm paying right now on AT&T for 3 gigs of data each and on a, on a bullshit unlimited plan – and um and no unlimited data and so no no unlimited phone let, let's and no be unlimited clear. Text. let's be clear there are a lot of different pricing scenarios for oh, everyone oh god it's a nightmare ton too many I mean, everyone's in different position yeah it, it, apple has a website with a with charts and options uh, does not apply to everyone because some people have grandfathered plans some people have different pricing plans that are no longer available uh we are on AT&T right now unlimited uh, unlimited data yeah, uh, yeah, unlimited yeah. data. Are three of us all on the same? So you're paying thirty dollars yeah. a month for three gigs of data, basically. Well, well we're it paying is theoretically three, they unlimited. Call it unlimited. Yes, they call but, it limited, but right now it's three gigs on, of three G. If you pass three gigs, they will throttle you like hell. Yeah, so you end up with a, basically like a 1997. What, what text plan are you on? Oh man, I think it's one that doesn't exist anymore. Exactly. I want to say it's five dollars. So I looked, I saw that if before. It's anything I, but unlimited. Yeah. It does not exist. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just came to realize that, that was, that's my latest fuck AT and T moment. Uh, right. right before I came over here, I was looking at that. It's either it's either you pay nothing and you pay twenty cents. But these for are every for text new. Message these or, are for the new plans. Right. Or or it's twenty dollars for unlimited. Nothing in between. So here's the grandfather rule: if you're on AT and T, if you stuck with AT and T all through, like you a, know, the first iPhone, and I guess I, after three uh, G is when they got rid of the unlimited plans. If you stuck mm, with AT and T after three GS, three GS rid of unlimited plans. If you if you stuck with them, you have unlimited, and you have like a cheap, you know. I think it's. I think I got ten, ten bucks for for thousand or something like that. Something or fifteen bucks, yeah. not twenty bucks yeah. for unlimited. Basically, save that five bucks. Uh, you can keep those plans. Your unlimited still is quote unquote unlimited on LTE. The cap is five gigs. After five instead gigs, instead of throttle. three. Hmm. So they will let you keep the fake unlimited and your non-existent text plan. You know what it boiled mm. down to for me? I'm going to go ahead and explain this in really simple terms. But you do not get FaceTime over 4G. And you, don't, and you can't over tether. Period. Just because they say you can't? Yes. Well, because, does Verizon let you tether? Yes. Verizon, if you're on a shared data plan, you can tether. Wait. So if you're on a family plan, you can tether. That's the only way? I don't know. Maybe. It's Man, really confusing. I, I, didn't, I didn't look at single plans yet. I mean, we'll do a story about it later. But for the time being, the, the thing that it boils down to for me is that I go to trade shows four or five times a year. 
Whenever I'm in a group of uh, of thousands of other nerds, AT&T doesn't work. You're right. But when I flip on the MiFi, I have instant fucking internet. And the yeah. MiFi is Verizon. Yeah. And what? so at the end of the day, Verizon wins. Yeah, you're totally right. I had like I had no phone for PAX. I literally yeah. did not have a phone at PAX. It doesn't work at PAX. It doesn't yeah. work at E3. It doesn't yeah. work at CES. Yeah. I bet it's not going to work at this thing that I'm going to this weekend that has 400 fucking people. Oh, are you getting yeah, rid of your uh, your Verizon uh, iPad plan? Um, I'm probably going to you know since I can do shared data plans since we'll, since Gina and I will do a shared plan because there's two of us. It makes sense. Wait, is it family or mobile share? It's the it's oh, Verizon the only has mobile share now. I think they have. They have a they have another plan, a singleton plan. But essentially, what I'm paying is ninety dollars for ten, nine gigs of data, or eight gigs of data, plus two forty dollar connection oh fees goodness. for the iPhones, which give you unlimited voice and data, which is Ooh. a fucking ripoff, just to be clear. Uh, and then uh, probably ten bucks each for each iPad, and it will end up costing exactly what three gigs plus three gigs plus five hundred minutes of phone plus two five hundred texts a month costs on AT and T right now. But you're right. The, the pricing plans are insulting, but it's it's the, the horrible service that's unacceptable. Yeah, that. it, it's the like if I didn't go to trade shows, it wouldn't be a big deal. But even it it's not well. it's not just trade shows. Like I said, when I go and see my parents, like I I don't have oh. a phone there either. Like it's just like I can't. I you know. So well, you're I, about, you have no you can't make phone calls. No, no edge, service. No edge. No phone signal. I can't yeah. send a text message. I can't do anything. Right. So, so that changed for me in the last like three years going to my parents because our parents live kind of near. Pretty each close. Other. Yeah. Um, and in the last two or three years, they've added towers out in the country where my parents live. So, I've, I've, so I've, I can use the internet. I've been on been on AT and T for over four years, and it's never changed there. Yeah, no, it's it's well, if you depends on how far out you live. You're in Asheville or Raleigh or close to close to Asheville. Okay, my my yeah. house is in a Verizon dead zone, and I get texts twice a year about new AT and T cell tower. So I'm sticking with AT and T. Plus, I think the five gigs LTE. When I remember going, plus from, Norm can use my Verizon iPhone when we're at CES or three three or something, and his phone won't work. Exactly. And I have Verizon data on my iPad, so I'm okay with that. And tethering. There we go. Um, uh, Verizon charges $15 per extra gigabyte use. AT&T charges $10 per extra gigabyte. That's a little over bit so, 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 you know. For, uh, uh, other thing that's worth mentioning is if you have an un- one of the few people that has an unlimited data plan on Verizon now, which basically means you bought an iPhone 4 for the first six months it was available on Verizon, uh, they're not letting people grandfather in and get upgrade pricing. You have to pay full retail price for the phone. If you want to get, if you want to keep on your unlimited plan, mm. which yeah. is also yeah. a fucking, I would yeah. like, like to. All of these companies are bad. What I yeah. like to hear from is people who are, you know, obviously you don't have iPhones, who have LTE phones, who went from, you know, something to a Galaxy Nexus or something to a, a Lumia 900, something with 3G to LTE, and how much their data, heavy users, and how much their data usage changed, and whether they use more than two gigabytes more per month. I would like to know. I just, I mean, I'm only on 3G, but I only use like 200 megabytes a month. Like it's, you know. Really? Yeah. That's nothing. Oh. If you stream. How, if, so maybe I should stream. What? If you don't stream music. Yeah, then it's hard to, or video, it's hard to it, use. It's really video. Video, music will do it too. Like if you listen to music, if I listen to music on audio that's streaming in the car and the, both back to back you, and from work. Do you set work, your quality to the highest quality? I, fuck yeah, of course. See, it's all about that peace of mind. I want to not have to think about that ever. I, I also well, what so what most, plan is going to allow you to to have the that? Uh, the fake unlimited? I'll be throttled, but at least I can check email. <sighs> I'll get a slap on the wrist for yeah. watching too many YouTube. That's the voice of a victim right there. I'm going back to a landline. This is I'm tired. Bullshit. Of, <laughs> I'm tired of Gary uh, Gary holding over the fact that his phone always works. He's on Verizon, right? And he's had a good experience. He had a proud transition over to Verizon. I'm I'm sitting here. I can't even believe I'm asking this after my tirade just now. But like, I'm still not. Totally sure which way to go because. But wait, Brad, you're on. You're committed now to iPhone five, though. 
Yeah, because you've been a, you've been a free agent yeah. up until this point. Yeah, this would have been a lot more interesting conversation last week when well, I was the, waffling the between the, the 920 and this this unseen iPhone. You but, mean but the potential future? That's the, the thing. future today. I talked to you on IM one day, and you pretty much talked me off yeah, the ledge. Workshop some some workshops. You some did, yeah. Material. I mean, it, you, and it, what you said totally makes sense. You know why why back the third place uh, player right now? When you know, by the time my contract for the iPhone five is up, they will have either proven themselves or Windows Phone eight will be gone. I mean, that for me, that's what it boils down to. So I can get on then. You have two years. You're, when you buy a phone, if you're a normal person, you're stuck with it for at least two years. So you think you're a bandwagoner? No, no. I want whatever <laughs> is good. No, you, you don't back the don't back don't because back, you want something to be good. Yes. Back the thing that's right. good. Because right. unlike you know, in in sports, affiliation means nothing. And you know what? Here's the thing. It's really fucking unfortunate for Microsoft. Like, like it is. Un- this is. I, they've made a pretty good platform. It's not proven itself over the first generation. The second generation has not launched particularly well. So you know, it's unfortunate. But they had their chance and they whiffed. So why should people who are spending their money that they earn? And it's not just the cost of a phone. It's the cost of a contract over two years, which is a fuckload of money. Yeah. On something that's not going to be awesome. What buy was, Android, buy iPhone. Both of them are good now. I, I I can't recommend you buy a Windows phone now. It's really worrying also that 920 uh, at the event last week when um, that was basically the Windows 8 flagship device because Windows has Microsoft has a big partnership with Nokia and people were not allowed to use the phones and yeah. use Windows 8, Windows Phone 8. You know what else? It's not ready. You know what else people weren't allowed to use when they announced it? Uh, Android tablets. Remember how <laughs> awesome those turned out? Great. They would, didn't let people see the Surface. They didn't let people see the Windows Phone, the the, the Nokia, Nokia Lumia 920. Don't fucking hold out some sort of torch for the new IBM, yes, man. Sir. Go buy the thing that's good now. Okay. You're a good man, Brad. Schuster. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm convinced. Um, I, I want the thing that has all the apps. I mean, that's if you're going to play games on it, which it seems like... I don't even care about games so much. I just want, like, basic functionality to be there. Do you, you know? Have you played Fart Cat? No, but I bought it. Okay. So maybe maybe someday. This is the work of a victim yeah. here. Dude, um, I've, I bought apps that are now never going to get updated for this uh, taller screen. Probably like, true. Like Sparrow. I bought Sparrow. Aww. Did you play Super Mario Galaxy 2 yet? No. Oh. You're a sick, sick man, uh, Brad Shoemaker. I mean, you know, you see something on sale for 99 cents, you're like, yeah, I might use that someday. Why not? Yeah, of course. You're what's, gonna, a, what's a dollar? You're going to get a ton of like you're going to mainline the awesome Can't uh, even next Friday. Get a cup of coffee for that. What does that matter? Um, um. All right. So Verizon. I, I'm gonna buy I, the wild card in all this is Sprint, and I don't know anybody who uses Sprint except for uh, one of our old co- coworkers used to. I, I know Plus somebody. I know somebody over at uh, at CBS who I was just talking to about Sprint who uses Sprint, and I said, "How's the coverage?" And they said, "It's about exactly what you think it is." So what the fuck does that mean? Take that as you will. What do you think it is? Well, my parents in my parents' house, it's awesome because Sprint was the only cell provider for a so long are, time. So are they on their own towers, their own infrastructure? Yeah, they're Everything? their own thing. They don't piggyback. No, nothing? no. Sprint mm. used to be Nextel. Sprint, Sprint, and Nextel combined mm. and made one super carrier that wasn't as super as they initially thought they might be. Um, but they have they have unlimited data. Yeah, they have like pretty consumer friendly plans. They're rolling LTE. All things out. considered, like like they're making smart decisions for the third place carrier. They're making concessions. They're taking price cuts. They're making a good value. I just like I've heard bad things about the way they operate. And they're not San making Francisco. terrible ads. I, I don't care about ads. I don't watch ads. I just out. I just want coverage. Don't watch more ads. Than anything, don't read rumors. More than anything, yeah. Elizabeth lifestyle. Like it sell cell phone 
service should start and stop with the service, the right? Thi- the thing about it is like, you want to hit the button to be there. to work. Yeah, that's – yes. It's really simple. I want the phone to work generally wherever I am within yeah. reason. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. So it sounds like that's – sounds like Verizon is closest to that ideal even if they suck you know what? on a corporate we level. You buy a really good – like some, some people we know buy a really, really good uh, cheap dumb phone. And then get iPod Touch. I've thought about doing that. And, <laughs> and the new iPod Touch makes that uh, kind of more compelling. Let's talk about the iOS 6 stuff because that, that's uh, uh, September 19th, which is, I think, next Wednesday. Is September that right? 19th is next Wednesday, correct. Yeah. Um, they're releasing iOS 6. It's coming to iPad 2, new iPad, so not first-gen iPad. And the Gold Master is out for the Oh, did they release it finally? Okay. I'll, 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 hmm. Interesting. Uh, iPhone's newer than 3GS and fourth-gen iPod Touch. So that means only the latest iPod Touch, the last two iPads, and iPhone 3GS and newer, which is pretty much anything. iPad 2s and newer as well. Um, uh, Passbook is, the I think, the most interesting. So they're releasing Maps, which has Apple's Maps, TomTom's Data, Turn-by-Turn Nav, which is new for iOS. I've been using it for a while. It's not very good. stop complaining about it. It talks all the fucking time. Going on a road trip or a a two-hour drive to someplace we've not been before. Where was that, Norm? Uh, well, we will t- we'll talk about it in the future okay. video. Uh, and needing directions and using iOS 6. Turn left in two miles. Turn left in 1.5 miles. The only thing <laughs> Turn that was left more, in one mile. more Turn left irritating in 600 yards. Then Turn iOS left 6 in 50 yards. Instructions Turn left now. was the complaints about it. So fucking bad. <laughs> oh, Basically man. double the bad. What's the, what's the voice? Is it Siri? It's Siri. Is it really? It, 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 it may not be Siri Siri, but it sounds like Siri Close. enough to me. Yeah. Can't change it? Uh, no, no no voice. If you want to change it, you have to pay 50 bucks for the TomTom app. But then Darth Vader can give you fucking directions. <laughs> Who doesn't want Darth Vader to give you directions? That's pretty convincing. Um, yeah, it's uh, Maps. I, I'm not a huge I, – like, I think it's a distant second or maybe third place Maps No app walking directions. Point. But you know what? Google's, no no mass transit yeah, directions mass tra- either. Yeah. What? Uh, no. Well, oh, they don't that's the not good. Google's going to release their own Maps app. Okay. So Google released a YouTube app yesterday uh, for iOS. They'll do the same thing for Maps. Because there is no YouTube app. And will they be good? I mean, you know, at Google and Apple are basically at each other's throats I, I, these there's days. There's no reason for them. I think it was a mutually uh, agreed decision because Google wanted ads. On their YouTube app. Yeah. Okay, so there will be ads in this stuff. And yeah. ads, in but at the least you'll have the data. Yep. If you yeah. if you desperately need bus directions, you can hop in that thing. So uh, one of the things that is nice about the new Maps app, it's very pretty. Um, I haven't had it, it. They claim that it's going to nav you around traffic. I sat in traffic for an hour trying to get to work this morning, and at no point did Siri say, "Hey, there's really fucking terrible traffic. You get off here, and we'll go faster." What so did, what did Google now work. say? Uh, I didn't have my Nexus 7 with me. Oh. I didn't bring it. And also, um, I didn't have internet. So where's their Maps data coming um, from? They bought a mapping? Tom, Tom. Oh, it is, really? They're licensing yeah. from TomTom. Oh, wait, Tom. I, thought they, uh, I thought they bought a bunch of mapping stuff. They bought they data from some. map technologies to not actual data, but the rendering technologies. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Um, there's a bunch of data about who the licensees are. Uh, the, the, I like the design of the map. The, views, the, the maps actually look really nice. The vector-based um, maps. The vector-based maps are oh, wow. great. Uh, they load seemingly a fair amount faster. You can print the maps now, which is kind of nice. Uh, any offline um, caching? No offline caching that I've been able no to find. offline caching. Uh, which, which Android, of course, has, and uh, Windows Phone has now, I believe, too. I'm very curious to see if the Google's Maps app will allow that now. I can't imagine that they've they got to leave something for, for Android. Uh, the other thing that is really nice is it uses Yelp for location data now. So if you're in a city that's supported well by Yelp, like San Francisco or New York or Seattle or, or wherever, then it's great. If you're not, then Google Places would probably be better, so, uh, which is what you had before. It's, it's very interesting because 
the maps functionality is such an integrated part of other applications that tap into the API. So like, for example, if you use Yelp and you say, I want to find, you know, use the map view on iOS 5, it pulls up the Google Maps. Here, it would not. No, on, well, on, on iOS 5, it, it, when you go to a maps.google.com address, it pulls up the Maps app. When you, on iOS 6, it goes to a browser with maps.google.com. No, no, uh, like if, if I'm in the Yelp app or something, or Fandango or something, and I'm no, I using know. The, the map view. What I'm telling where you. Where is that map view? Where is that data being pulled from? It's from wherever that, provide, that app wants it to be provided from. So not, not the phone. No, it's not from the phone API. Okay. But it, the weird thing that happens, though, is when you're in Yelp and you hit show me directions to such and such restaurant, it hands off. So, for example, here's the restaurant we ate dinner at yesterday. I'm going to hit the map button and I'm going to say open in Maps app. And it doesn't actually open in Maps app. It takes me to Google Apps and Maps and a web page, wow. which uh, I assume that they'll probably fix between now and, and before release. it would go to the Maps application. Before it went to the Maps well, app. Well, there's no way it's going to go to the new Google Maps app because iOS doesn't let apps. Right. App, yeah. Obviously, they're not going to hand other off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that that's going to be weird for a while. And I think people are going to have to update their apps to support uh, the new Maps app. Okay. May, ha- may happen before launch. It may be something that's only a pre-release problem. Um, Siri is getting a little bit smarter. You can ask about baseball scores and stuff like that. It's I still don't think it's as good as the Google stuff that's in uh, Jelly Bean, but it's it's definitely an improvement. I still only use Siri for um, uh, like text. I care less about tell my wife I'm the, on my yeah, way the home. functionality um, and the services that Siri can tap into as uh, as much as reliability and just getting voices right. It's it's and learning. It's still I still see that Malkovich ad come on sometimes, and I'm like, <laughs> I could ask. Wait, I but could no, say, fuck ads. Fuck ads. Life. Well, fuck ads. You don't care about ads, and it, and it's not going to give me the Malkovich answer ever. I ads don't matter. See, Siri <laughs> gives up when I say life. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, let's talk about iPod Touches real quick and then roll on to the next uh, A lot of people thought that section. there would be no other announcement. Uh, that this would be an iPhone-only. That's what um, they've always done in the past. Yes. Well, September uh, is for iPods. Well, regardless of when it the is announcement September, is, yes. that I, I, iPhone is such a big moneymaker for Apple, uh, such a flagship product, uh, that they don't share the spotlight. But they did. And... Uh, well, they, they haven't announced. updated the iPod Touch in a long time. So they did, finally, iPod Touch, and also the Nano. The Nano. Yeah. Uh, they went with the Nano first, and the Nano, which is in its seventh iteration now, uh, no more Watch Nano. Yeah, that's good. Is it? I didn't like the Watch Nano. It was um, a really bad. It was a neat idea, but it was really bad for users because if you sweat into the into the headphone hole, you oh, wash no. your hands, anything like that, you instantly void the warranty. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so it kind of looks back like the old Nano, the one that was uh, all shiny and curved. The fat one? No, no, not the fat one. The one that was tall. The original yeah, the one. The, no, the gumstick one. The gumstick one didn't have that tall screen, though. There was one that, like, the one that Joey had. Oh, right, right, right. Tall. Uh, the fifth gen. Fifth, it actually fifth gen. Fourth gen. Fifth gen. Fifth gen. But it, it yeah. sort of looks like a cross between that and, uh, and, and a touch. Because an instead iPhone, of touch. having the scroll wheel, the, the wheel that was mm-hmm. on that, and that was like one of the last devices that actually had that wheel, now it has the button, home yeah, button. just a button. Home button and, and a touch and screen, screen, right? Yeah. Yeah. So 2.5-inch screen, 16 by 9. They're bringing back video. It's a multi-touch screen if you want to really look at pictures. I don't think they said what the resolution was. It might be on the site right now. I don't know. How big um, are they? How much capacity? Uh, 16 gigs only. They're only selling a 16 That's gig a version. lot of – I mean that's a shitload of memory for a music Just only for player. music and video. And, and a little yeah. bit of video, I guess. Yeah. Um, what's the price? And the price is, so I think, I believe, 149 was it, was it 149 Maybe $150. You're, yeah. yeah. I think it was 149 um, That's a hot seller. Here's a question. Yes. 
Uh, and bl- there's Bluetooth on that as Bluetooth well. Bluetooth for oh, nice. nice. Uh, I believe so. Bluetooth, Bluetooth, Nike Plus has a pedometer, holds yeah. 30 hours of music, plays 30 hours of music. It's a, I, lot of, uh, a lot of space. I signed up to send in my very first gen iPod Nano under that recall. Oh, nice! Remember that the battery yeah. recall? Did you get a watch? Still haven't done it yet. It's still I've still got the envelope Ooh. sitting oh. in my desk drawer. You should do it. If I said, uh, if, I, no. if I wait like another week or two, well, how long do you think I should wait? What do you think would, would happen? Have they sent you the hey, you got to send this in? It said it said you have 160 days from the time of application what to was send the time it. Of application, like maybe a month ago. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I wait. Oh wait, wait. So just, sure. just wait, wait a while. Wait, yeah, wait and get the new Nano. Oh, yeah? that's oh. a huge score. Was it the very first one? Yeah. My wife has one of those. I wonder and if it was eligible. They, they not, look you so just gotta, good, but they're scratched up so Yeah, bad. the back, that, that, that shiny polished back was just a scratch magnet. Gina's has been in, a, in one of the, uh, the nano condoms for, since I bought it oh, for years probably and fun. Years ago. You, just gotta, you just got to go punch your serial number in on the site, and it'll tell you. Huh. And they're not all eligible. Ryan had the same model, but his was not eligible. It just uh, depended on what battery went oh, into it. Because they exploded batteries? Something about a bad battery, yeah. Uh, so new nano colors. will come in seven different colors or something like that. That's they're very awesome. shiny. Um, Why do you think they don't do iPhone right colors? Since since Nokia has been Zero making Zero. that a thing. Oh, was that it? Nokia phones, Lumias are polycarb. Oh, right, right. And easier is, to make. You can make colors, colors easy. Okay. Yeah. Ceramic glass. Okay. Joey's doing push-ups again. <laughs> um, God damn it. So uh, iPod Touch finally updated. Also, uh, like the iPhone iPad, iPhone five, it's taller, has that four-inch screen. They say it's the same display as iPhone five. That's new. Which is new because the Retina iPod Touch had a really crappy display. It wasn't, uh, hold on, it wasn't really crappy, but it was noticeably inferior to the iPhone 4. Very noticeably inferior. Like there was dithering and... Angles were not good. Um, Color saturation. And also, uh, Apple says the iPhone 5's color saturation is much better on the new phone than on the 4S. Great. And the 4. Uh, So, very thin. I think it's like 6 millimeters. People who have had hands-on time with the new iPod Touch mm-hmm. say it's very incredibly thin. No longer that shiny metal back that also gets scratched up. Now Can, it's a curved aluminum back that actually might be indicative of the design of the iPad Mini if uh, based on the, the wow. photos. Do you think that if you hold this up and put your hand on either side, you could snap it in two? Probably. Like if a twig? Yeah. yeah. We should it's, try it's that. tall enough. Tested. Well, that's that's going to be a $200 I'm willing to throw two hundred dollars and see if you can smash an iPad Touch. IPod Experiment touch. It's two or three hundred dollars. Two hundred. It's it's. Uh, I didn't put the price down, but I think it's so. They're still selling. Take a bite out of it. Yeah. I want to take a bite. That would be bad for your teeth. They're still selling the old iPod Touch, cheaper now, sixteen gig, thirty two gig. Uh, the new one will be sixteen thirty two, sixty four. Um, very colorful as well. It's, Good battery it's life. Their, so, did they say? Yeah, they said uh, thirty hours again. Uh, the nice thing I thought: does it do FaceTime? Actually, I don't think it does FaceTime. I am not sure. It does have Siri. Front facing camera. I'll look. Has Siri, has a camera, has a five megapixel camera. Uh, probably the same one that was in the iPhone 4. Um, it's their best selling iPod. I mean, people love people who, parents who don't want to get kids or iPhones because of data plans get kids, you know, really, iPod really touch. fortunate kids, iPod touches. Yeah. Um, it looks like I don't have internet connection because of our awesome internet. Uh, so, but it also has a, it's running up. the A5 chip and not the A6 chip. So basically the same computational and graphics capability as an iPhone 4. Uh, AirPlay mirror, a bunch of colors, uh, 5 megapixel camera with backlight sensor, which is new. Um, I think that's it. Anodized aluminum. Aluminum back. Aluminum back. Not shiny. Um, And they did new earbuds too. Uh, They looked profoundly uncomfortable in the pictures. Excuse me, they're earpods? Don't say that. (laughs) They're earbuds. Um, Don't, Don't say earpods. I think they can't be worse than the old ones probably. 
Like the old earbuds. I, I which, can't. Which old ones? The bundled the current ones? ones? The bundled ones. The current bundled ones. I can't they, keep they them in my ear. Design. Yeah, but they're still the sticky. They had the stick one. Yeah, the stick one was awful. And then they now, then then they had the curved bundled ones. The which curved have been bundled ones are also bad. And then they had the high end rubbery ones. The jab in your ear ones. The, the jab, ears. Yeah. yeah, those also were. Did you ever try those? Are no. Profoundly uncomfortable. And these um, now look more like the jabby ear ones, but without the rubber uh, extra. Yeah, why part. would you want the rubber for comfort? I predict they will still be bad. Eh, who knows? Free, I, head, free headphones are crappy. What a shock. They can't be worse. Hmm. This is the takeaway. I, I, just, I don't know why people use those things to begin with. Because they think they make them look cool and they, they think they're they, probably you awesome. You make yourself a target. Yeah, I, yeah, that, yeah, you totally do. Yeah. And also, they're not, they don't sound good and they're not comfortable. So, so instead, you what should are you doing? replace them with your Beats by Dre and let oh, people know man. that you don't you're, wear Beats. Oh, that's even really, worse. really have that's a, even a lot worse. of disposable income and are kind of, you know, a little silly. No. Um, Let's see what else is what else is going on. Uh, more iOS six st- iOS stuff. Do we want a uh, gold master? You said is out. We still haven't talked about about Passbook. Oh, Passbook. So Passbook, we talked about it a lot at um, the WWC keynote when okay. they announced iOS six. Well, more more than that, like the omission of NFC and whether that matters and how. Yeah, I think it matters. Yeah, uh, I think it would be much more useful if like. I think iPhone adopting NFC could drive NFC at a really high pace. So that's my question. Is, is, it doesn't seem to be the case that NFC is already so entrenched as a standard that this is like a, is ruinous to the, the quality of this product. No, the problem is that without, massive, without a product that has massive sales adopting it, it's probably going to stall out. Right. It's so more likely to thing. stall out. Uh, but I, there are alternatives, right? I'm like, sure. I've read, I've read, I was reading somewhere that like Bluetooth LE is, is a potential replacement for this. Um, I don't know if that's in there I, or if you get that for free along with regular Bluetooth. I, or, it might be part of Bluetooth 4 even. Who knows? Yeah, I think the, it is. One of the problems with, with NFC is that there's a couple of different people that want to serve as kind of the clearinghouse. Uh, and the, so the reason that, say, I think it was the Galaxy Nexus, right? Had uh, NFC chip, but it, the Verizon phones. You're talking about the Galaxy S. Am I talking about the Galaxy? I am Nexus, talking about the Gal- Nexus S. Nexus yeah. S. Um, they they didn't it didn't support Google has a pass Google's uh, payment scheme and Verizon's payment schemes were different used different providers so only on Sprint. So only on Sprint did the NFC stuff work right. And if you were on Verizon, then the NFC stuff worked with Mastercard instead of. Whatever Google's thing was, and it, it's it's all over Google Wallet. Thank you. It's all over the place. I, I mean, I think ultimately, not using magnetic strips that carry around essentially unencrypted data is probably better uh, a better solution for humanity uh, for carrying electronic payments. But I I don't. I'm gonna let Square lead the way in figuring out a way to. Well, have you used the Square app that lets you pay to Square without swiping your card? Yeah, like going to Starbucks. You, not the thing that shows the barcode, but when you go to like a store, you just say, "Okay, I'm going to send you a payment. Here's where I'm at," and boom, it goes over. I haven't tried it. Is yet. it kind of like uh, buying stuff from the Apple Store on on kind of on yeah. the phone and it's, then just walking in and grabbing it and walking out? Yeah, which always feels like stealing to it me. Always feels like stealing. Sometimes I jam it down in my pants just so I feel like I, I'm. We're, we're extra thin. baggy pants. Yeah, buy a keyboard. Cargo pants, man. So I carry my keyboards. What kind of what kind yo. of loss prevention do you think they have in place? Did you say yo there? Is that a yo? Yeah, a Chan yo. yo? Uh, at Apple? Yeah. Um, With that new system. I think that if you go too far out of the mall in either direction, out of the gray walls, the panels open up and ninjas jump out. Oh, okay. I've also been playing a lot of Mark of the Ninjas, so that could influence his opinion. <laughs> um, uh, YouTube app for iOS is out. The, theoretically, that means that a Maps app is coming as well, which would be welcome because I already missed the public transit maps in iOS 6 Maps. Mm-hmm. 
not having bus maps and train maps is a real bummer. Um, Passbook, I, I'm, I've been looking for a list of all the companies that are going to support Passbook. If the companies that you use, airlines, movie theaters, uh, ballparks, if you go to a lot of sporting events, that kind of stuff, if they support it, it's going to be awesome. Airlines, so important. But do you still, uh, I mean, I guess it's probably going to vary by vendor and stuff, but like you still need to get the phone out, turn the screen on, and navigate through an well, app to no, do no, stuff, it's, it's, right? It's on your, it's on your notification It's on your notification. Screen. It's on your front, okay. your lock You screen. still need to turn the screen on, though. Yeah, but like, you have to do that for NFC anyway because like you have to put in your PIN when you pay with NFC. Okay, okay. So the beautiful um, dream of just waving your phone at every cash register and, and train turnstile and movie theater that you You should with. be able to do that. Yeah. I hope that they did the, the homework and got like, – like the thing that I've always found when you use the, the barcode to check into the airport or whatever is if you forget and leave your, your, your brightness too far down, it's never going to work. Hmm. Like never. Uh, so I started. I stopped actually doing the the digital boarding passes because of that. And it's all um, time based, not location gated. It's time and location gated. The passbook stuff. So when you're near the movie theater, if you have movie tickets in your Fandango app, theoretically, it should but just pop why up. not? Why not just time for that? That makes I, more sense. I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't think it needs location gating for like movie I, tickets. I don't know. Or flights. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I mean, it would make sense for a Starbucks to be location gated. If you're close to a Starbucks, and because you're not going to you know, hey, exactly you got twenty dollars of credit. You want to go spend some money at Starbucks? Yeah, give me, that's give, the kind of annoying push notifications I need. Um, there's a there's a war. While we're talking about Apple, this is the last. This is the end of the Apple talk, guys. So get it all out of your system now. I'm going to play some Foo Fighters at the end. <laughs> what the hell was that about? They always do that at iPod events. They always have a band. Really? I yeah. saw Kanye at an Apple event once. Whatever, man. He sang Gold Digger. It was really weird. Foo Fighters playing corporate events is so 1998. I saw uh, Nora Jones. <laughs> was the first I think time once. I saw them play a corporate event. Was that E3? Yeah, E3 1998. Sony or Sony something? party in Atlanta. I remember that on top of a parking garage. Yeah, and then we went to the Sega party at some tiny club later. And guess who was there? The Foo Fighters. Did, they, did Sega pay for the Foo Fighters? The story there? going around was that they just wanted to keep playing, like they wanted to go play a club, and they found out about that party, so they just went over there and crashed it. You I don't can't know stop the rock. I don't know if that's accurate or not. This was like Damn at the height. Of, this wow. was like this was like just post Color in the Shape, so they were oh. like huge then. Yeah, it's uh, not one by one, Will. That was Joey, uh, not me. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't know if they actually, the, the story about them just showing up and playing is true, but it was pretty cool to Ooh, go apocryphal to go to another club Tech and events. see them still playing. Yeah, um, I remember seeing. Uh, I've seen a lot of bands at dumb, dumb press events. I think the best one was the Who when they played the rock band yeah, two event. That was pretty good. That was a real surprise. Yeah. Because um, I mean, who would think that they could get the fucking Who? Yeah, or that they would be any good. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were awesome, yeah. and they were. Well, no, I'm saying in their old age, oh, you know, right. you didn't, you didn't know if they were still oh, going to bring it or not. Yeah, you could but see a Bob totally Dylan did. there. No, nobody wants to see Bob Dylan. You know, Pete Townsend's still Dylan. out there doing the windmills, and you know. it was kind of a sad windmill. But they played. Well, good. It was pretty. But sang, they sounded sang good. Sound, yeah, yeah it sounded sound great. Way better than that time. Super Bowl, uh, the, yeah. the halftime show. Yeah, because I I remember before the Super Bowl, I told everybody, "Hey, these guys are really good. We saw them a few months, ago, a few yeah. years ago. Yeah. They were awesome." And yeah. then the Super Bowl. I, w- I wonder yeah. if some some uh, some journalists who have uh, who are who are tough on their integrity resist like put on ever like, go to those shows? No, no. Like at the end of like the Apple press event, they'll put on noise canceling <laughs> headphones. I will not enjoy your free concert. No, the Foo Fighters. So the way the the way the Apple things work is you can tell who's working and who's not because the people who are watching the show instead of aim down at their computer typing as fast as they fucking can trying to finish their live blog. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. you got to put on those those uh, the noise the canceling the, the big headphones. Oh, oh, fucking live blogging, dude. 
I, you there's, know, there's, I don't think there's any remnant of my professional career that I miss. No less taking than, class. Than live I like live blogging. No really, t- it's, it was it's, fun. It requires nah. zero brain activity. No, it requires a shitload of well, brain. Well, that, that was good. Well, well, that was the thing. It was so it was so mind numbing that I started finding ways to make it entertaining by just like getting totally punchy and ridiculous in there. And uh, now you get that bullshit on uh, Twitter. Yeah, which I, is terrible. Yeah, okay. I live blogged a Carmack keynote at QuakeCon oh, one year. Oh god, dude! Four fucking hours. Wow. At some point, Steve Gibson came over to me and was like, "Dude, you need to take you just I. How are you moving your hands? Hand cramps. And now it's live stream crippling." And now they live stream yeah. is no fun anymore. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Kindles because Kindles came out last week. Amazon uh, announced a whole shitload of Kindles. I, it's so many I don't even know how to count this them all. video. So it's an, it was about an hour and sixteen minutes. Uh, the event in Santa Monica. Is it on iTunes? It, it's on YouTube. You can, okay, it's under the Kindle account. Um, you can watch the entire thing. It's a wonderful presentation by Jeff Bezos. He did the whole thing himself. He did the whole thing himself, and it was well rehearsed, topical. The videos well produced, and you know a lot of people said it was very Apple like. Um, I don't care about that. That's and it was, the presentation is very important. Uh, they did announce, as everyone expected, new Kindles. Not just Kindle Fires, but new Kindle Kindles, real Kindles. Uh, where do you want to start? Let's start with the Kindles. No, I have the Kindle Paperwhite at the top of the list because it's the only one that's exciting. The, the paper white? Paper white. Paper white. Oh, that's such a bad name. It's a bad name. You but sure it's, it's called the Paper White? I'm not sure I, that's right. Paper White? Paper White. Oh, sounds like Paper White. Ah, that's just a paperweight. It's the paper What's that? white. It's my paperweight. It's why you gotta be so racist, Chan. It, it makes it sound like it's what? exactly what Jeff Bezos does not want his devices to do. Sit on tables and sit in drawers. So the Kindle Paperwhite is similar. It's the new flagship uh, e-book, e-ink, e-book reader. Yeah. Um, it now has a front-lit front, front screen. Side-lit, front-lit screen. Well, it's front-lit because it lights the front of the screen. Yeah, so the way you described it... Is that uh, unlike the um, the, nook. Uh, the nook with the light, which was there was a, a ring of uh, the light LED touch. lights uh, on the side um, that lit up the side, so it's kind of like uniform side light side lit. Uh-huh. The, the way the paper white works is that there's a sheet. What he said was think of it as a uh, fiber optic. It's a transflective material, a, like like through fiber optic. So, so it's kind of like an it's kind of like an edge lit LED TV. Do you remember the lights are around the sides and are conveyed across? Right, remember? and then they travel through yeah. what is basically a very uh, ripply rip. Uh, well, as if you squish a fiber optic cable, yeah. and there are openings in that panel that let light through and at the end when it reaches the end the light's diffused do you remember when you got your first game boy advance and it didn't have a backlight and you could I go do. on the internet you buy and that you could buy that kit yeah. that was like 50 the afterburner bucks. and had a magnifying yeah. glass and, and, and it, then and, and you could send it off uh, later and they would do it for you i just did it myself yeah. and i got dust all up in my gba yeah, and it was never quite that. right again but it was lit and it was front lit yeah. and it was kind of awesome well kind of top lit side lit it was. It, it, I could use it in the dark, yeah, and I didn't right. have to go outside right. to use it. God, remember that? Yeah. Who? Why the LC, fuck did the, LCDs without backlights? Of all the boneheaded decisions Nintendo has made over yeah. the years, a non-backlit LCD is by far the that dumbest. That one. That one was rough. Like it's, it's up there with the Virtual Boy. Yeah. It's amazing that product succeeded. Yeah. Because it was ugly too. The purple, uh, purple, and what, that kind of it wasn't. Gay, a, it wasn't a beautiful device. Looked so good. The games looked so good. It wasn't a beautiful device, but it was. It was okay. Well, once you the put jump, that front light but on, but then it. the SP, yeah, the SP was game, fucking GBA awesome. SP was one of the better handhelds ever made, and and yeah. unconventional looking one. 
Flip, flame shells. It was a flip phone. Yeah, yeah it was and, the and first flame shell. It was boxy. That was, that was the beginning. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah comfortable. That was yeah, the beginning so of, uh, that was pretty much the beginning of Nintendo's, like, the, their, to this day, their, their, madness. their product design philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> kind of clamshell, clamshell yeah. stuff. Curved yeah. rectangles. Um, the new paper white, uh, the light <laughs> is always on. Yep. And it'll last two months. Eight weeks. Light, eight weeks oh. of the light on. With wireless off. Yes. Uh, and uh, there's actually the e-ink is more responsive. Like every generation, the processor gets faster. Yeah, so it's better a contrast. More, and it's actually higher pixel density. It's 212 pixels per inch. Yeah. So uh, I can't wait to see this in person. A lot of people still have the Kindles that with a keyboard. That was a, a good price point, $120. Um, are they still selling that? They are not. No Kindles okay. or keyboards. This is touch, of course. And very minimal design. All the Kindles now have the ads. Robin Sloan had a really good post about the Kindle with keyboard. Uh, he carries one of those in his bag. He travels a lot around the world. And he carries one of those bag because their WhisperSync deal for the Kindle with keyboard with 3G modem basically is good everywhere in the world. Hmm. So you have something that you bought for cash money, has unlimited internet for the future, and has a web browser built in. Wow. The newer 3G Kindles don't have a web browser built in. Uh, so he carries it and just keeps it in his bag when he's someplace weird and needs to pull up a Google map or something like huh. that. His phone won't work. Wow. Um, so if you have one of those, don't get rid of it. I would say keep that. That's you worth keeping. You can use Google, Google Maps? You can, you can use Google Maps in wow. the browser since they updated it uh, a couple years ago. Like That's a, crazy. Like Gmail works. It's not great, yeah, but, no, no, it, but any port in a storm, man. Yeah. Um, so what's the point of this light? Just to use in like pitch blackness? Because like the whole selling point of the e-ink stuff was that you could use it in normal light, well, right? So I use a kind, I use the e-ink Kindle like I use a book. So I read it sometimes when I'm at the beach. Yeah. I read it in the backyard sometimes. Right. I always sit out and drink a beer and read a book. Sometimes I sit in the living room and kind of dimly lit environment. Well, that's what I mean. Sometimes like, I lay in bed and yeah. it's late at night and my wife's sleeping and, you this, know. This thing is for laying in bed with a sleeping spouse or using on an airplane where you don't want to turn not, on the reading when light, you think right? it's not, Because it's not a backlight, it's not going to be super powerful. Yeah. Uh, it's but you don't need contrast. it to be super powerful. You don't. You're like, no. You need very little light to read an e-ink screen, especially if it's a dark, otherwise dark I think dark it room. is very little light. Um, in fact, actually, my only complaint with the existing generation of Kindles is that the cases that have the lights built in those lights are crazy bright and and can't be adjusted down so they're too bright to actually use uh when you're in a dark room so 120 dollars uh i think it's 120 bucks for the non 3g one the the 3g one i think is 30 or 50 dollars more something like that and then they do have a standard kindle without the the, uh they updated the that one with the new uh higher contrast screen it's not the same pixel density um but it's it's still the touch it's no it's not touch Oh, it has not, buttons. Oh, it's the button one. So the other thing that they didn't do on the paperwhite, which I think everybody was hoping, was that they would add page turn buttons. Because uh, while the touch stuff works okay, I've been using the Kindle Touch for a long time now. It's not ideal. And you can occasionally do the thing where you hold your finger on – like you fall asleep with your thumb on the screen mm-hmm. and you wake up 30 pages ahead of where you th- where you expected to be. That kind of stuff's still pretty annoying. Oh, they also changed the software. So I'll let, let you know how many estimated minutes before the end of a chapter – or really? Before the end of the book. I don't know if that's dynamically changed based on your speed of reading, but I one of the things so. that they said was that people always complain. When you're reading a paperback book, you can see, you know, am I going to go to sleep after two chapters, three chapters? And now the bottom left corner, tap number, page, instead of page number, it'll say oh, you got 12 minutes left. People are really anal retentive. <laughs> book readers, man. Um, read so uh, the updated non touch physical button, non paper white. Um, it's still a better screen, it's not a paper white model. It has the ads. Yeah, was seventy nine dollars and now sixty nine dollars. Yeah, so and seventy bucks for a Kindle. 
And you can remove the ads for, I think, 15 bucks or something like that. It's a different price for each Kindle. So all the Kindles now have ads, yeah. including the new two new Kindle Fires. Uh, Kindle, oh, hold on. Paperwhite's available October 14th, I think, or 12th. Or can you, like can you pay to remove the ads from that thing? Uh, I believe you can pay to remove the ads from all of Shipping them. Shipping on a little 1st. bit of an uproar because initially they said you wouldn't be able to remove the ads. Um, so I, what, what the, uh, based on their customer uh, data, no one bought the ones without ads. Everyone really? bought the ad ones because huh. you had the option to remove the ads later. So okay. why not save the money? And, yeah, sure. And the ad and the actual the ads were good. I'm I'm a dude that doesn't like ads. I mean, I did get occasionally get like a bikini wax ad that's not necessary at all. But the ads are completely unobtrusive, mm-hmm. and I didn't miss the kind of wood cut out pictures of the of the famous authors, authors yeah. at all. So um, yeah, uh, I think I think that I, I like this is a situation where I'm perfectly happy to allow them to subsidize my cost for the device. By uh, by replacing ads now. Uh, if you have an e-ink reader now, there's absolutely no need to upgrade to this unless a better t- a better light is is something that is going to dramatically improve your yeah. quality of life. I mean, they made a big point. They sell products for people to use, not for people to upgrade. They want to get people off that upgrade treadmill. And people who own Kindle DXs, original Kindles, the white Kindles, they're still they're still buying books. And Amazon's still making money off of them. Yeah, one of the things he said during that keynote was that uh, Amazon – am I standing on your cord? Yes. Uh, I don't think I am. I think you're standing on it. You're standing on your cord. You're out of order, Shoemaker. <laughs> um, one of the things that they said was that they buy four times as many books if you have a Kindle than if you don't. Amazon and – and it's a great line – is that Amazon makes – they want to make money when you use their products, not when you buy their products. Mm. He's not Jeff. Bezos That's a real clear shot at Apple. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Apple obviously. makes a ton of money when you buy their products. It's not like they're making money. It's not the Gillette model where they're making selling products at a loss, or you know that console model. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're build materials. You know, they make like the Nexus Seven. They're making very little money. Like Nexus Seven, clearly want, they want you get into that Google Play Store and they give you that twenty five dollars credit. With the Amazon Kindle, they want you in the Amazon Store, and the Kindle Fires are just like that. Yeah. So two new Kindle Fires. Uh, well, three kind of because they updated the base model Kindle Fire. Ah, last year's Kindle uh, Fire. Last year's Kindle Fire, the shitty one. It now has a dual core processor. It's the OMAP forty four thirty from TI. It's one hundred and fifty nine bucks. It's ten twenty four by a six hundred pixels. So that's pretty much the cheapest, and it's eight gigabytes. Cheapest uh, seven inch tablet you can get. Yeah, don't. It, it, but you shouldn't buy that. They're basically paying you to take that away. Yeah. Uh, um, there's the Kindle Fire seven inch HD. So that's increased resolution now up to 1280 by 800. And those are shipping real soon, if not already. Those are shipping this Friday, September 14th. Um, and redesigned back, higher definition screen, faster processor. You know, they say it's good in low light as well. It's still running their version of Android. And the reviews for that, those are out. Uh, most people say the software is still not as good as you know, uh, Jelly Bean. Uh, Jelly Bean. I, I mean, seven. no kidding. It's. I mean, it's taken Google three years to get Android to the point that it isn't real laggy, and it's not surprising that Amazon is having similar problems. So I, I think being soured so much by the first Kindle Fire experience, I don't know if these products overcame that or give us any more confidence in in their operating system, their version. They treat it just like Linux, uh, but their version of Android. Uh, you're still locked into that Android app store, which, I mean, the Amazon Android app store. Which has most of the popular Android apps. Yeah, it's fine on that front. It's um, just the performance wasn't very good. Yeah, the the web browsing performance. You don't get Chrome. That's it's still their the, browser. The Silk browser is real bad, or it was the last time I used it. It's, in fairness, it's been a while. And and I I mean, before you start writing angry comments about what what assholes we are, 
Um, it's it's one of those situations where it's great if it's good enough for you, but we're comp- we're not comparing it to what your particular needs are. We're comparing it to what else is available on the market at a comparable price. And it, and it, you know the last Kindle Fire was not as good as it wasn't good enough, even though it was really cheap. So for it a couple of use, it is the I same price as the Nexus Seven, two hundred dollars, which is a good product, which is a fantastic, absolutely product. great, great product. Yeah. Jelly Bean is wonderful. Um. It has double the capacity if you really need that. Jeff Bezos made a big thing I, about I, eight gigs. That's a fair enough. complaint, except unless depending on OS. how they allow the oh, the users to access that inf- that data. Because mm-hmm. on the first one, it was a little bit locked off, not as bad as on the as on the Nook, but you couldn't necessarily use the eight gigs for things that you might want to. And use I believe the eight, there are more ports for. on the Kindle Fire HD than there are on Nexus Seven. I want to say that there's a micro SD card slot as well and HDMI. I can't remember and HDMI, yeah. Um, the, the, yeah, so this is a, looks like a competitive tablet. Yeah, 200 right? bucks for 16 gig and 250, I believe, for the 32 gig. It sounds great on paper. We have one coming. We'll let you know next week, uh, how it actually performs in the real world. And then there, one more thing is, uh, oh, the way, worth saying it's a dual core OMAP, yeah. uh, uh, 4470, the one that Toshiba was having trouble getting because they said they didn't have any, uh, and it's running 1.2 gigahertz. So, like there's real hardware in here. It should be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, assuming they haven't fucked something up on the software. Yep. Um, Sorry. And then there's the one more Kindle Fire, the uh, 8.9 inch. Uh, the big boy. Yeah. And this one is both at 300 and 500 dollars. Uh, 300 gets you that big screen. Uh, what's, what's the resolution on that one? Is it? Uh, uh, it's 1920 by 1080. So 1080p screen. 1080p screen on 8.9 inch, which it's is 16 by nine. It's, it looks. Ish. It will look good. Um, but the more interesting. Uh, model is the $500 model. For $200 more, they add 4G LTE. And we know that the price difference, and again, these all start at 16 gigs, we know the price difference uh, between a Wi-Fi iPad and Actually, the a, 4G one only starts at 32. Uh, 32 gigs. So you get the extra capacity and the 4G. Difference between a Wi-Fi iPad and a 4G iPad is $130. But you also pay for this extra 16 gigs from 1632 another $100. Uh, so the difference then between the Kindle, you're basically paying for the 4G. What you're subsidizing there, though, because the chip does not cost $130 or $200, that 4G chip, is the data plan. And they have a special deal with AT&T that you can pay $50 a year and you will get 250 gigs or 250 megs a month of 4G. So 250 megs a month of 4G is checking your email 4G. In 4G. Yeah, what? <laughs> not... not- Browsing the web in 4G. Seriously. You can use 250 megs of data in like a half hour if you're on YouTube. <laughs> Maybe. It's a, sure. an awful waste of 4G. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Well, well it, and- however, if you're using it as a Kindle and and downloading books and magazines, well, maybe not magazines, but books, and and reading text RSS feed blogs, it's more than sufficient. Now, well, if, if that's your primary would- use for this device, why are you spending $500 exactly. to get a 1080p tablet? This- People are really excited about this, Brad. Because it's free. 1080p tablet, 50 bucks a year. What I would have loved to have seen is they, if they maybe doubled the price. I don't know what price anything would have worked. But if they had said, you know, 250 megs of data on LTE, 4G LTE, but if you are downloading books or if you're watching Amazon Prime Instant, it doesn't count toward your account. So you want them to eat the cost. Because you're using Amazon. Yeah, because you're using – well, I don't think they're going to do that on free stuff. They might do it on stuff that you pay for. Yeah, or yeah, stuff that you pay for. Right. And so if you like are on a trip and you want to rent the, the Avengers, Avengers for two bucks Thanks. on Amazon or five bucks or whatever it is, but that goes over 4G LTE and it doesn't count toward your download, 
that would be, I think, compelling. I don't think Amazon can afford to transfer the Avengers over 4G LTE at Amazon. At five bucks that they're charging you to rent a what movie? Is, I, I would be shocked. I think that's the next, next step. Oh, it is the next step. It's, but- incremental cost for them is nothing to rent you a movie. They pay the license to Paramount or, or uh, Marvel, Disney, and then the data is not going to cost $5. On the, on the per-charge rentals, I bet they get a cut of each rental. Oh, no, absolutely. They get yeah. a cut of each rental. But let's say Amazon makes two bucks off each rental. Yeah. It's not two bucks of data on 4G. Well, if, if it's AT&T, a four-gig file and well, the AT&T charges $10, $10 per gig over well, AT&T is then that, it's that's $40 worth of data. Yeah, it's a ridiculous price. Right. But at my point, I mean, I think Amazon and, and AT&T value that data incredibly differently. Because of limited infrastructure. Because AT&T's infrastructure sucks balls. Yes. yes. So I, d- I didn't get a chance to ask that earlier, not to circle back too much. Yeah. But how is their LTE coverage? Um, it's cities are fine. Country, you're not going to country. Maybe interstates okay. Uh, major interstates are okay. Uh, you're not going to see LTE on AT and T outside. However, the difference between AT and T and Verizon is that AT and T's HSPA plus, which is what they call the bullshit 4G on the non LTE iPhones, it's actually okay. I mean, yeah. It's not. It's not as fast as LTE, but it's definitely you know you won't notice. Performance problems, checking your email and streaming music and right. stuff like that. To get rid of that 4G logo <laughs> on iOS. Yeah. Well, Jeff has a Jeff has a, an iPad 3 with LTE. Yeah. And said he gets what? LTE up in like Petaluma, up in the North Bay. Verizon has pretty well no, on no, Verizon. Oh, yeah, Verizon's. Like he said, it's you, pretty widespread. You can be in the Eastern Sierras where AT&T has never seen a signal. Yeah. And Verizon has 4G. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sold. Yeah. Although, well, one last point. <laughs> How often point. do you leave the city, Brad? You don't have a car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fair enough. One last point, uh, but you dropping back. So, like you mentioned, dropping off LTE back back to the older stuff. Yeah. Like, so you'll you'll still run into the same limitations on on Verizon with like voice and data simultaneous usage and stuff like that. I right? don't know how that applies to LTE. That's a good question. Well, if you're not on LTE, is what I'm saying. If you're I, not using yeah, LTE, not on LTE on Verizon, Verizon, you'll be back on CDMA, right? I assume you'll be in a situation where you can't use voice and data yeah. at the same time. Oh well, but you shouldn't text and drive and call at the same time. I wasn't planning to. Sure. I don't like you like you just said. I don't drive. Oh, good point. You're a smart man, Brad Shoemaker. Um, Kindle Fires, I mean, here's the thing. This is going to be unpopular. I think you have to wait and see on Kindle Fires. I would not pre-order a Kindle Fire after the abysmal performance of last year's devices. Um, I, You'll note that he said that they sold a whole lot of those and that there's not a whole lot of them connecting every day. Yeah, it was quite ironic because he said the last thing he wants is for people to buy their devices and then put them in drawers. You know where our that, Kindle Fire is, Norm? It's it's in our drawer right it's, there. It's right over there in that drawer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just weird for me because the Kindle e-ink readers are best-in-class devices. The Kindle Fires were utter shit from the beginning, so we'll see if they can make them better this go-round. Yeah. Um, last thing, uh, we have a couple of more things in news, some kind of short hits. Uh, Nokia. So ha- we talked about the Lumia 920 last 920 week. 920 last week. Uh, it was kind of an underwhelming launch. Uh, there I don't was, think it was an underwhelming launch. I would, when well, you don't well, let people hold the hardware, it's underwhelming. It's underwhelming in, tar- in terms of like, well, we weren't actually there. No. But you're talking about in terms of media coverage or in terms of people's reactions? What, Both. what do you mean? Like actual product? We can't say actual product because we Because they haven't it. announced a date yet. It's early November. We know when it's going to come out, but they haven't said, hey, here's this phone you can buy at this time. Don't you think it'll be time to Windows 8 or shortly after? Uh, it's going to be the November 11th is the, okay. is the word. But, I mean, the Windows 8 unveil is October 29th. So it's not, the flagship phone's not going to be ready for the big unveil? Oops. 
Uh, but there's more controversy with Lumia 920. Um, so they make, made a really big deal about the PureView camera. It's not it's the same It's a 45 one. megapixel camera, it's right? It's not the 41 <sighs> megapixel 808 camera. Um, Nokia had a, a Nokia phone, the 808 PureView, which was running um, Symbian. Um, it had a 41 megapixel camera. It's a lot of megapixels. I, it, not really. The sensor was technically 41 megapixels, but what it did is overlap images, and what you get was a really sharp 5 megapixel image. It multi-sampled the images, kind of. Sounds cool. Yeah, so it was really neat. this one, they're calling it pure view, pure view, but it's just an 8 megapixel camera using some of the multi-sampling technology. And nice lenses and, and over... Sure, calls and, nice uh, lenses. Does it have sapphire crystal? <laughs> Don't be that guy. <laughs> Can I put it on my ring? Um, is it an eyesight camera? So, uh, since they've announced, uh, they announced Lumia 920, uh, there have been some photo tests about the low light quality, because that's what they touted. And the low light, apparently, in these very controlled tests in the real world, uh, outperform Galaxy S3, Galaxy Nexus, iPhone 4S, iPhone 4, and other cameras. Awesome. That what sounds do you do? great. That sounds, that sounds no, great. That sounds I, great. I, 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 low light is very important. That's where people, like you said, Brad, if you're in a bar, yeah. someone making a funny face, you want to see that funny face without right. using a flash. A horrible no one flash. Likes a flash. Yeah. Right, Flashes yeah. are horrible. But in the, uh, the video demo, the product the demos, the ad, the ad that they showed for the, uh, the phone slash camera, uh, one of the features they also chatted was optical stabilization. Image stabilized Optical image stabilization. O-I-S. Springs. Turned on. Springs. And in the demo, they showed, you know, some guy riding a bike next to a girl riding a bike. She's really and, cute girl. And I mean, the guy was really? holding the Lumia 920. You could, you could be that girl if you bought the, that cute guy. If you were a girl in a piece of marketing? I know, what? It's no. shocking. And he was recording her, assume with her permission, and she was smiling <laughs> at the camera and it was very <laughs> stable. But as the camera, as, as the, the scene passed a car... Or with a, a, a mirror uh, uh, yeah. on a shop, you could see that the camera shooting video of the girl was actually a truck with a dude ho- out holding a big camera. Remember in the Dark Knight? You, now I know you haven't seen Dark Knight Rises, but in the Dark Knight, when the Joker chases the Batmobile and Harvey Dent, and he like hangs out with a bazooka outside of that big <laughs> f- car, the yeah, shipping the truck, car. The camera right? operator hanging Imagine out. Imagine that, except it's a camera operator with a big Steadicam shooting the girl. Oh, man. It didn't, it that's, didn't, that's delicious. As opposed the to... the smoking gun. They, they caught it right in the video. That's it's, amazing. It's 20 second, 27 seconds. That's in the final video. In, in the, the final video. video. Nobody who video. made the no video one noticed... caught it. Or thought to try to cut it out. No one... Wow. No, no trickery. They, so, they, they could have... So wow. the Verge... The Verge was I had the heard to report this. Yeah. Um, Nokia has apologized. They've posted actual footage from the camera. We, we, we assume, I mean, they say it's actual, who knows? Um, and I think they're probably never going to do this again. I don't know. You think somebody sure. lost their job? I, oh, yeah. I hope not. I mean, it, that's the kind of thing that if you're going to fire one person, I think you have to fire everyone who is involved <laughs> from the top on down. Yeah, Here's the I mean, problem with that. It's the people developing the product and marketing the product and, you know, and the CEOs on top. It's it's not like the banks where the CEOs sign off on everything. Yeah, yeah, unless they're jobs. Well, right. so I mean, a crazy control freak. Jobs, yeah, jobs would have signed off on everything. Uh, well, uh, it's, I mean, the saddest part is that it sounds like the the truth of the device actually does outperform the competition. Well, at least so why like do us. such a well? Well, that's I thought is that but, not but this what, was image stabilization. Oh, yeah, okay, for the bike riding. somewhat different. Yeah. yeah. So, so the, I mean, the thing about the Nokia phone and the thing that Microsoft's been doing that I don't think they I I, I don't understand. Like, it, it's really hard to sell features on this kind of phone. 
Like, like it's why it's the thing that I objected to with Google's marketing. They're like, look, our nav is much better than everybody else's. That's great. But the rest of the phone is really shit. And I use nav once a week. So if the rest of the, and, and the rest of the phone's really shit is not fair. Please. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> um, the, the rest of the phone wasn't as good as the competition. It's great that your nav is better, but I'm not going to change phones for something that I use in very special circumstances when the rest of the stuff that I do use five times a day, like email and, and texting and stuff like that, is much better. Um, and, and so Microsoft trots out one or two things and they don't highlight – like the, the overall improvement isn't necessarily visible. Um, and that's the thing that they need to be pushing. Um, so yeah. I do, I do like that home screen. I love the home screen. I, I like I, – there's so much I like about the OS. Yeah. Li- um, live tiles are potentially the most exciting thing to happen to smartphones in forever if they actually did anything with them. I, yeah. You know, I used an Uber app to get you over here today. Yeah. I wish yeah. I had one of those. It would be nice. You could go to the HTML5 site. Uh, Just like the iPhone 1. Like even the official apps don't do anything with the live tile functionality. It, it always makes me laugh. Remember it's the, insane. At the beginning of the, um, the the Apple keynote today when Tim Cook was talking about how many apps were in the store and all that. 700,000. He didn't mention at all the fact that they launched the first iPhone and came out and said, look, you're not going to need apps for this. The web's so good. You can just web it up. <laughs> there was apps a whole, are for chumps. There was a whole separate press conference about, just like, about mobile apps. Yeah. Facebook. Look how great that HTML5 Facebook app is. Yeah. Uh, Sony cameras uh, showed up at Photokina. Photokina is starting also. What's Photokina? Yesterday, uh, it is a big photo conf- uh, photography convention. You should have gone to that. Photography. Oh, they'll make a trade show for anything these days. But it's it's in a, it's it's in Germany, uh, so I c- couldn't make it over. You could have gone. You were yeah. halfway there in Philadelphia. Um, and uh, everyone's pl- rolling out their announcements. Sony made their announcements yesterday. Uh, a bunch of the NEX line has new NX six. Now, so it's what's the X six? I have a five. Is that better? It is better than yours. Oh, yeah. the number's bigger, dude. Come on. Yeah, I know. Come on. Duh. Uh, they, they now have a this can you the C three. So they have the the F three. I guess I think they're just getting the five N F three. F three. I'm sure they, the five N. They had a three five seven usually, like kind of like BMW series. Now they also have a six series, and the six series has a electronic like a viewfinder, uh, not as good as that one built into the X seven. Also has some manual dials. Um, still the same uh, APS C sensor. Um, cheaper. Less, uh, I think, still over a thousand dollars around there. What's don't the sweet spot that. still? Is it F three? You think still? Uh, I think the five R is a sweet spot. The so the mid range, mid range, seven hundred dollar camera. When it's a little cheaper, it's six fifty. I really wish that they had a good six hundred dollar camera that was small, compact. Gotcha. Uh, speaking of small cameras, uh, this one is not in the NX line. It's in the CyberShot line, which so is it's a point and shoot. It's a point and shoot CyberShot line. Um, the RX1, it's a $2,800 small, small camera, but it has a full-frame sensor inside. Can it fit in an Alt- Altoid 10? No, cannot fit in an Altoid 10. It's not that small, is it? It's, it's smaller than uh, your NEX. Well, but my NEX 5N is pretty big. For a point-and-shoot, it's, it's thinner than that. Um, Does it have a big optical zoom? No, it's fixed fix lens. Oh, that's interesting. Fixed uh, fix lens, no interchangeable lens. Um, so what's it? I'm using for taking pictures in bars. It's used for taking pictures, anywhere. like portraits and stuff like that. Full frame, meaning uh, you get no crop whatsoever. It's an expensive ass, expensive lens they've put on there, um, and out of my price range, twenty eight hundred bucks. Wow, really? Yeah, it's twenty eight hundred bucks. Are they going after the Leica people? The yeah, people who make that, that? Like, okay. 
That's interesting. That's real weird. That's a real niche market that the Fuji FX100. It's, it's a companion camera if you already have a you know thirty five hundred dollar five D Mark III or D8, Nikon D eight hundred. Or sometimes you want a camera you can put in your pocket. Sure. That costs three thousand dollars. Yep. Uh, hey, hey uh, two space things. We talked about this a little bit during uh, No Jars Allowed last night, but something random hit Jupiter last night or night before last. Now saved or us three saved nights ago. Yeah, it yeah, was big. As, as Jupiter regularly does. Jupiter, Jupiter is our goalkeeper. Yeah, it's Earth's Earth's uh, sweeper. Yeah. Um, there's videos of it on YouTube and Flickr and all over the place. A couple of amateur astronomers found, noticed it. They just happened to have cameras or telescopes pointed at Jupiter. Was like, this object in uh, was its path headed toward Earth? No. Oh. I mean, who knows? We don't know yet. But the odds of that are pretty oh. low. Jupiter's a long way away. Mm. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, it was a really spectacular explosion and they're going to watch to see if the bands of Jupiter change as a result. The last time this happened in 2009, uh, there was kind of a dark spot on Jupiter yeah, for a while that. or something. Drops um, of Jupiter. Don't sing train songs. Not, not no, sing train songs. That wasn't the best soy latte you ever had. When's um, the asteroid mining going to start? Uh, it's hundred years <laughs> from now. How old are you? Man. You got to live a long time, man. Start, reduce the calories, eat a lot of vitamins. You need to Kurtzwheel that shit. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I feel good about it anyway. So maybe that's that's fine. You, oh, we, wait, you're not a, into exploiting asteroids, space hippies. Do it for the betterment of man, not for profit. Just think think about this though. If we start mining asteroids, that means that there will be space truckers out there. And can you imagine anything better than an interplanetary trucker? Like it, it's it's opportunity to make new Smokey and the Bandit movies. Yeah, there's Dennis, guys. With, Dennis Hopper made a good argument for it. Yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, that's fantastic. All right, fine. It's the life I want my blue, grandkids blue, blue to lead. Blue-collar space workers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're getting out there. We're exploited by the man, but we're living free the only way you can know how. <laughs> Just driving your 18 the, the, rocket the, ship. The open road. Wheel rocket ship. Yeah. On the moon Mars run. All right. Stopping at Eros and... Uh, and Ganymede, and Ganymede's not anywhere near there. But uh, what's the big? What's the big? Uh, Eros is one of the big asteroids. What's the other big asteroid? Oh crap! Deimos is the moon of Mars. Ceres isn't. Ceres is. Or is that in the star? Ceres. Oh, Ceres. C e r e s. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. one of them. Is it? Is that in the asteroid belt or in the Kuiper belt? Uh, it's or the Oort cloud. It's there somewhere. Way out there. Um, where do you consider the edge of the solar system, Brad? Well, that, I don't. I'm not qualified. Nobody's. What's your? There's no, cons- there's no consensus on that, you, is there? I, th- you, I mean, it's like it's fuzzy because you know. There's a conversation. It, like it, well, it's happening, right? Because because Voyager is on the way out. We talked about this last week. Oh, I missed and it that. Spawned a comment. Yeah. And at my fr- initial response, so the, we talked about the edge of the solar system being the helio sheath. It's past the heliopause, right? right? Which is where the solar wind stops being measurable, yeah, right. and you end up being interplanetary forces pushing in. Yep. But a reader rightly pointed out that Inter- the edge interstellar. Of- yeah, yeah, I said interplanetary, right? Yeah. Uh, a reader rightly pointed out that, that you could actually consider the edge of the solar system to be the Oort cloud, which is another order of magnitude further away. Beyond. The edges of that are beyond the helios. I mean, I guess the one that's the fan of Star Trek? Um, I'm sorry? What? Oort cloud? Is that the Futurama? Oort cloud is where they went to, when they had to save the penguins on the penguin reserve in Pluto. Got it. I mean, um, the, the that the word cloud is still under the influence of the sun's gravity, right? So I guess that is that the argument. Of, so I mean, I, I don't know. That's There's, why it's there. I, but I, it was one of those things that, like, sometimes you go looking for something and you expect there to be an easy answer, and then you find out that there's a massive debate. The kind of commonly regarded edge is the heliopause, right? Uh, and the time at which we the the Voyager leaves that will count. Uh, the Oort cloud is is really big. 
it turns yes. out. Yes. Uh, gravity, uh, gravity is goes a long way. Norman Chan, I'm curious about curiosity. Curiosity took photos of itself. It's like 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 it's mirror shots, like like, MySpace photos, right? Like, yeah. like, kind of like down angle. It, it was it was like not only did it take well, <laughs> people have composited photos from Curiosity to get a full under view of Curiosity. Filthy. Now you can see you can do up Curiosity upskirt view. Rose. And then also Curiosity did take like you said, Brad, a MySpace angled photo, and you kind of rotate it to get the full straight on. Well, they did that yeah. a few weeks ago to make sure everything was deployed correctly it, and all that. Curiosity right? looks looks good. Good looking robot. It's roll. There's some more uh, shots from Damn, space. Curiosity, you're looking sexy tonight. I know yeah. what this episode's gonna be called. Um, anything else? They had a press conference the other day too. I don't remember what they. I didn't ever see what they talked about. So it must not have been really revolutionary or exciting. Uh, they're not going to approach water if they find water with Curiosity. Like be, standing water? Uh, well, there won't be standing water. I don't, if they find. I know. Water, I know it won't. But the way you put that <laughs> it, they, sounded like I was like, I don't think that's going to happen anyway. It was puddles. If they find ice, they're not going to approach for fear of contaminating with the earth mm. microbes. Hmm. So, so oh, weird. Yeah. That thing was, I, 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 I kind of figured the, the thing would have gone through some kind of sterilization process. You'd think that, but maybe not. I don't know. Huh. I don't or, know. The or the details. atmosphere. Isn't that already a danger just because it's on the planet it's to begin with? Okay. It'll work itself out. Huh. Curiosity offers smallpox blankets right. to Right. Well, how, I wonder, have they said how, like, how far away could they detect like ice crystals? Uh, I think they have to be drilling into them, probably. Well, then how are they going to know that well, they're there? Well, they'll so find they the ice crystals, them. and then and they'll 15 back minutes up. later, oh, okay. and they'll say, oh, whoa, whoa, back away, not today. Uh, is already done. They also landed in the equator, in the equatorial region, so there's a very low chance of mm. ice being there. Ice yeah. is going to be found at the poles on right. Mars for the most part. Right. So um, that's it for news, unless we have anything else we would like to discuss. Norman Chan, Brad Shoemaker. Let's uh, play some music and talk about what we've been testing. I've been playing board games. I went to PAX, and as a result, I went to the, to the, I went, I went to the board game room, and I played a lot of board games in the last two weeks. Board games. Yeah. Uh, Great. I, I posted about Eminent Domain. Uh, it's really good. You guys should all play that. Uh, uh, Lloyd suggested something else that I hadn't heard of but have now ordered. Uh, so I, I'll try that out as well. Sweet. We'll report back on that. Eminent Domain is a 4X deck building game. Ugh. Four X's. You can explore, exploit, exterminate, and exploit. Encounter. Expand. <laughs> explore. Something else with an E and an X. Explore. Ex- exploit again. Yeah, exploit more. <laughs> and um, dodge. <laughs> um, it's awesome. It's sounds, really fucking sounds good. Sounds horrendously complicated. No, it's, no, that's the beautiful thing about right. it. Is it seems like it'd be really complicated, yeah. but you, it works just like a 4X game, right? You explore, you, you explore by digging through a deck of cards and you pick the planets you want to exploit at that point. Is there also a board involved? No board. Oh, just cards? Just cards. It's wow. a deck building game. Okay. So uh, deck building games work by acquiring, you acquire cards and those cards, cards change the dynamic of your deck. Okay. And, and like you play out of your own deck. So like if we were playing, you would have a deck, I would have a deck. Never the twain shall touch in okay. most cases. Um, so you expand your planets, you expand the planets that you're, you're going to exploit. And then at a certain point in the game, you have to kind of make a shift from expansion into research or trade or some other dynamic that's going to you know, actually generate points. Uh, it's a fantastically fun game. I played – Gene and I have played pretty much every night wow. uh, since we got back from PAX. And it comes with little tiny plastic spaceships, which are also cool. Great. I'll play that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we, are we going to do this? Yeah. I, yeah. Sorry, right, I didn't we, respond to your email. It's no, been, it's okay. Been busy, but yeah, I'll totally. I, I figured it's been a busy couple of weeks for you guys. Giant bomb user sent in a photo of Star Trek Catan. Oh, 
It's like yes, they announced it at a. Oh, was it new? Gen Con. Just is it relatively it, yeah. new? Yeah, it is. I it, saw it at. Uh, I think you said it was this, at a Target. This, Oh, I mean, it they sell it. Oh, so, okay. Catan yeah. is at Target now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can yeah. buy German board games at No, no, no. I just so I didn't Star know if Star Trek was hadn't been released like yet. This past month and a half. Okay. They okay. had it I at PAX. I guess it's out now. Yeah. They were selling it at PAX. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we will introduce you to board games and Patrick if he's into it too. I could, yeah, he's, yeah, I think he's down. It's simple. I could use yeah. fewer screens in my life. So yeah. that sounds good. It's a, you know, it's a nice activity to get around the table with some friends, have a beer, you know, Beat the shit yes. out of each other. It's critical that these games would be playable while drinking. Yes. Yeah. More chumps to lure. <laughs> right. Norm likes to play games. German board games for money. I was going to say, I, you're not playing for cash, right? Advise no, strongly no, no, no. against I'll bring that. my bottle caps. Um, Pogs. I played Netrunner. Uh, Netrunner. Android Netrunner, which is a CCG. It's a. It's based on a CCG like Magic or something like that, but they made a, a deck building game out of it, basically. Been playing a lot of deck builders, it turns out. It's real good, too. It's really fucking complex. Um, like terrifyingly complex. I won't. We won't make you guys play that. It's All a two-player right. game, also. Okay. Um, Thunderstone Advanced Norm. We've played Thunderstone before. I don't remember that one. Uh, Thunderstone is a. Uh, it's like a dungeon crawl. So you you buy stuff to make you stronger, and then you go into a dungeon. You fight monsters. And you have to have light and all that stuff. They have updated that game in a big, big way. It is a lot easier to play now. It, I kind of remember that. The one. time that we played was at the end of a yes, long day. Perhaps we'd been long day, long day, long day, alcohol, long day, um, long day. and we got stalled because we had monsters that were too hard for us to beat at the beginning. Uh, they've they've fixed that uh, both from a deck building mechanic and from a. Uh, uh, basically you're rewarded for taking a, taking a hit for the team because it's kind of a weirdly co-op co- competitive game. It's really good. I, I mean, it's, it's much better. I want to play it with like four people and see how I feel about it there. It's, it's pretty good with two people. Um, Eminent Domain is rad with two people. Uh, you went to Philadelphia, Norm. Yeah, I had the best sandwich in the America. Is that, is that what the sign outside the sandwich well, place? No. Lofty claim. Well, last, uh, Gary gave me a bunch of recommendations for Philadelphia. Because Gary's a Philadelphia and, expert after visiting for three days. Well, Gary optimized his time. He went for like a day and a half, and he went to all the best places. So I went to, like he recommended, the Constitution Center, which was awesome. Not did many people there. Did you get to there. Ben Franklin's chair? No, Ben Franklin did not have a chair there. They oh. had uh, they, you know how Gary has that photo where uh, he gets sworn in? There's an exhibit there where you can get sworn in as the president of the United States. He's wearing that jacket that makes him look like a near-future dystopia president. <laughs> yes, and they, they do take a photo of you, but you have to buy that photo. So Gary actually snuck and got a, sneaked and got a, um, a photo, an, an iPhone, iPhone photo, photo and you have to pay. And there Illicit. were two people watching yeah. that booth, so I could not sneak and get a... Oh. Uh, iPhone why, why didn't you pay the 10 bucks? I, I, didn't, need, I didn't need to fill that badly. Oh. Uh, but uh, reading Terminal Market was the universal uh, uh, recommendation. And it's like an indoor market. Kind of looks like a first floor of a... It's kind of like Pike's Place Market. It's all indoors, though. All indoors within one big building. And it's like fixed farmer's markets and fixed restaurants and stuff. And I walked in. Tons of food. Great neon lights and everything. You know, and you're looking forward to... Always looking for the place with the longest line. So I found an incredibly long you line. You are such a fucking hipster. Long line indicates <laughs> pop, pop food in high demand. You're right. Uh, it's line, not good unless you have to wait in line. Oh, my God. No, no, no. You wait in line. And while waiting in line, then that's when I Google on my phone the recommendations. Google the place, yelped it, and it said, best sandwich in America. As okay. determined by Travel Channel's show, the best sandwich in America 
as of August 2012. I guess they would know. That's a pretty good sandwich. Pretty good TV sandwich. Oh, wait, a must be true. wait a minute. It can't just be a restaurant. It has to be a specific sandwich at the restaurant. Yes, roast pork sandwich with sharp provolone. Mm. Uh, juiciest oh, roast pork. Good. Incredible. Chunks or slices? Uh, slices. Huge. It pulled out from all the sauce, just like oh, just kept on piling it on. With, with what? Provolone? Provolone. What, what sharp kind of sauce? provolone. Yeah. It was just like the, the pork, pork, roast pork, spiced up roast pork sauce. Like a, it just like tasted a, like oh. roast pork, delicious roast pork. Um, and right across from there was a place called Her- – oh, and uh, some broccoli um, – Broccoli Rob? Broccoli Rob. Yeah, on top. So like, and, hmm, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. Crunchy. Delicious. Uh, very little bit Steamed or sautéed? The broccoli Rob? Uh, steamed. Steamed? Oh, well, it may have been sautéed. It, it, like it was like garlic. A little – Yeah, little they bit sautéed it. A little garlic and balsamic. Um, sounds real good. Right across from there, literally, best pastrami sandwich I've had uh, Wait, ever. Wait, you ate them back to back? I ate four things there in one day, what? and I went back the next day. Wow. And then there was a place called Termini Market, which I had the best cannoli in my life. Jeez. Well, yeah, so there's some foods I've found living on the West Coast for a while that you just simply cannot get here. Or, they're not, or they're not worth getting Salted you meats, yeah. which you shouldn't eat on the West like, Coast. Yeah. I've only had... Outside, there's, some, there's some delis in L.A. that have good salted meats, but they fly them in, yeah. and it's a big pain in the it ass. It was thick-cut pastrami with not like supermarket sliced pastrami. No. Like real juicy fat slices of pastrami, almost corned beef. Except their corned beef was even fatter and okay. juicier than that. Not bad. I got the pastrami sandwich the first day and then the meat sampler the second day where you cut big slices of brisket, pastrami, oh, and corned God. beef. Oh. And you mm. just eat that with a fork. I'm so hungry right now. I had, uh, I, I finally had legitimate barbecue out here for the first time. Where? In nine years. Where? It's not a where. Joey turned around. It's more of a. A how or a why? Is it that dude that just delivers to people's houses? Yes. And I, yes. I have, I have known about that dude. I think what it's dude? multiple dudes. What? There's a dude that has a barbecue place that is not a barbecue I place. I think I've, I th- you have to know someone. This it's is like buying weed. This is me sounding like a hipster asshole, but I've actually known about this guy since like is this he what first did? started. Yeah, yeah Melissa got for, got for us at the old office. So I, because I knew, yeah, Joey gives a double thumbs up. When I was yeah. when I was at, at uh, CNET back in the day, somebody I worked with there. These guys were actually operating out of her backyard. Like wow. They had their smoker in her backyard. Oh, how fucking bad would that be to I'm be pretty her sure uh, they were violating all kinds of health code by oh, yeah. selling this food uh, and not having like a good barbecue. Know. But transcends health codes. So, so the, still to this day, the only way you can get the food is like they have a Gmail mailing list that you have to sign up for. They used to have like a Google Calendar kind of alert thing, but now they just send out emails. And I've been getting this e- these emails for years. Yeah, like six years have, or oh. something. And finally, for whatever, like, they only serve food, like, when they're cooking it. It's not all, it's not every week. If it it's ain't not, smoking, we ain't open. Like, you can't get, yeah, like, you can't get food every day or every week. It's just when they're making it. Yeah. So they'll send out emails saying, hey, we're doing this and this and this this week. We're going to have, like, racks of ribs and pulled pork <laughs> and whatever. So here's what we have this week. Email us if you want it and how much, and we'll bring it to you. We're making a run. So we bought $50 worth of barbecue. How much is fifty dollars worth of barbecue? Uh, four rack of ribs, uh, a pint of pulled pork, and actually it was just that and some sides. Got a bunch of baked beans and coleslaw and stuff, but it was totally legit. Good barbecue is super time intensive because yeah. those dudes were probably up at like two o'clock in the morning yeah. putting meat on the smoker right. to bring you food at three o'clock. And you can't find it out here. There's just no good barbecue. Uh, there's if you want to talk about regional food, I have found a couple of places that would be bad barbecue where I'm from. Right, but it's it's. Passable bad for the area. If you want it bad enough, yeah. you go there. Yeah. So the like that, I know what you mean. That place in the boxcar down in Pacifica is okay. They Gorilla have good barbecue. days and bad days. Um, the the uh, Memphis Minis down in the Hate Lower Hate. 
yeah, does yeah, really yeah. good meat, but their sauce is terrible. Yeah. So it's like you you know you get good with the bad. Yep. Um, I want to get on this mailing list and and I will I, I will hook I you would guys like up. To subscribe to your mailing list. I'll hook you guys up. Um, delicious. Yeah, that's always my stop when I go back to Tennessee. So I, I'm I could get even fatter if I eat some barbecue out here. <laughs> Uh, anything else you've been testing, Mr. Shoemaker or Mr. Uh, Chan? Uh, we're going to start uh, the scale tweeting. The weighing. The weighing. The weighing the in. Weighing the, the month of, the of weighing. So oh, we have man, two. I should, di- I should get in on that. We have two digital yeah. scales. One from Withings and one from Fit, Fitbit. The Fitbit Aria. And both are uh, both can tweet weights. Bill has so. one. I have one. And we we thought it would be appropriate. I mean, not just to, to see if it tweets accurately. But what the psychological effects are of tweeting your? your I was I was going to say, what do you think? What do you, what do you guys think the the usefulness of public shame is we, as, we, we will as, find as out. a weight loss motivator? We will, we will find out because I could use some of that. Just talking about doing this has caused me to eat, make smarter choices with food. To <laughs> the point that I've lost in about in a, in ten a, a pounds. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start off high, I, and then so you're impress. so you. That's why well, that's why Wait. you ate that meal yesterday. You're bulking up. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. And then you lose it faster too. The unfortunate thing about the scales is there's no like you know how when you do the Wii Fit and you weigh in with the Wii Fit and it says hey how many pounds of clothes you're wearing and you can choose between zero and like ten if you're wearing your parka and it's winter time there's no clothes options on these so you have to make sure you consistently weigh in with the same clothes on. Well, also you need to do it like at the same time of day. Yeah, and, you, know, you should right. do it. What you the way your Well, you know what? If you see two weigh ins, two weigh in tweets, like you know. Eight minutes apart from each other, and one is significantly lower in weight than the other. High five! Then you'll know that Kraken was released. <laughs> I see. High five! Uh, I, yeah, I've, I, I've been told. I think like first thing when you wake up, go urinate, and then go weigh yourself I, wearing just your underwear. I like to. Um, what if you don't wear underwear to bed? I, Whoa! I don't want to know about. I don't want to know, about, about, yeah. know about your personal habits. Yeah. Um, you ask, and you wash your sheets twice as frequently. Yeah, every every three or four uh, weeks. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah the the sometimes you just want to weigh and see see what you just did. Let's take some questions. Emails? Well, but we do the other one. Emails. Yeah, we don't do emails, we do emails. No, 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 no. Questions. Boom. If you have a question for this is only test, the email address is podcasttested.com. Keep it short under 45 seconds. Make sure it doesn't sound like you're recording on a train. And here is our first question. It comes from Brad in San Francisco. Oh shit. Now I gotta think of a question. How much do you guys know about televisions? Uh, I like to watch television there's, on there's occasion, a, but I don't a, watch ads. There's a television box over there, which leads me to believe you've been testing TVs. No, that's the TV from the old office that oh. used to sit by the couch. Oh, I, re- I remember that one. Oh, you remember when we used to have yeah. an office and we worked in the same room? Right. Okay. I miss those days. All right. So Amazon's going to start charging sales tax this weekend. Yes. In this California. weekend? Yep. The 15th. Oh, no. Yes. Uh, so Saturday. I'm aiming to buy a television before then. So you have... Two days from the uh, yeah. time this airs. So I'm thinking about, for whatever reason, I got interested in the idea of getting a plasma television. I oh, have a plasma I'm, television. I have a plasma television You as well. do too? And I think Gary does as well, right? Here's my recommendation for a plasma television. Uh-huh. You do not strike me as a person who necessarily cares how thick the bezel is no. or, or S- minuscule differences. Image quality is paramount. Buy one from two years ago before they had 3D. Really? Why is that? I don't think you can get that anymore. Yes, you, you absolutely can. I don't want to buy a used TV. Not a used no, no, one. Not a, used. a new TV. I'm not buying an old TV. You, I don't want to worry about so, lap, lapsing support. No, or no, no. There is no lapsing like support. I'm not buying an old TV. 
I appreciate the advice. Wow. You're going to get one with apps in 3D and pay the <laughs> well, full price? I don't have to use that stuff. Oh well, the, they're so cheap compared to LCDs. Oh, my though. God. That's the point. It, uh, um, the 55-inch that I'm looking at is under 1300 on Amazon, no tax, no shipping. In so order to it? get Panasonic. You yeah. can get one that without the 3D for $1,000. It's probably the same but, panel. But looking at it's the reviews, the same but looking at the reviews year over year, they have improved since then because more people have discovered the TV. Eh. The point, the point that, Br- that Brad's making is you can get. I think what Norm's trying to say is you can get the the lower model without the apps and without the 3D nonsense. Oh right, right. You can right. get the same screen without same paying for panel. shit you're never going to use. Mm-hmm. Although since you play games, you might actually use 3D. Oh dude, well the one I'm looking at has like built-in DNLA streaming. And a Netflix never app and stuff that. like that. I might never. Try, I'll try it. Netflix never app is use shit. It. Eh, whatever. I have a Panasonic TV. All right. The Netflix app is real bad. Fine. Whatever. I don't. I mean, I, whatever. I'm not worried about that stuff. Yeah. Uh, you you will not go wrong if you buy. Panasonic I've just TV. have I have always avoided plasma for you know like burn-in is not a thing. All the yeah. kind of urban legend apocrypha so, about plasmas has always scared me away. I will tell you what happened one time in in a situation that caused a great deal of marital stress in my household. When one member of the household left the TV on for like eight hours Uh-oh. on the Xbox, when she, she or he went out of the house okay. and then came back and realized, oh shit, I left that Netflix app on or HBO Go or something and turned it off and switched to another channel. And then the HBO Go shit was still in the, the, the mm. UI was still up there. But how long did it last? That's uh, my question. When we turned it off and turned it back on, the next time it was gone. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I know that permanent burn-in is no longer a problem, but the, a problem, but image retention still is, and it, that even that kind of spooks me. You, but there's no consensus online about how much that stuff actually matters. I haven't like even after that, it's like I fucking went over it with a fine tooth comb because yeah. perhaps one person was lording it over the other person. Aha, I see, and um, made mistakes. We'll all admit that now. Uh, but yeah, it's it, it's I it's not something I'm concerned about. Well, just, I didn't do any of the bullshit burn-in stuff that the people on the home. Oh, you, you uh, didn't like, like break it in for a hundred hours on the slideshow or whatever. No, did you do that? I did. You did. I played a DVD, uh, Blu-ray over yeah. and over again. Is that what it is? Well, there's well, some hundred-hour like break-in process. I, I just I set it on a. There's channels without the watermarks. So. Okay. Yeah. Um. I didn't yeah, do any of that stuff. It's crazy that like you look at the relative prices of uh, of LCDs, well, especially to, LED, LED LCDs, and to, yeah, to get an to get um, a, a at the same sizes TV that's going to give you comparable kind of blacks. You can't. Uh, well, you, no, you can because they can do the the selective backlight stuff. But but it's still it's a it's still not as good, and b you get that's other uniformity well, problems. Also, check power consumption. That I mean, yeah, that's yeah. one of the downsides. In fact, yeah. like. I've seen reviews that broke it down to here's how much you'll spend extra a year paying for electricity on this thing, but it's usually like thirty to forty bucks in a year. Yeah, um, you know they're heavier. They have issues with glare if you have a more well lit room with yeah. windows and stuff. Uh, but mainly for me, it was just it was you know games and I, the, it's been fantastic. Okay, yeah, because I mean like the make sure you get one with a lot of inputs. Uh, the one thing I will say about the Panasonic that's bad is that they don't. If you run your HDMI from like an Xbox or a PS3 or something and then run the optical pass through back to a receiver rather than running HDMI through the receiver and pulling that sound out that way, the optical pass through, at least on the year model that I have, which is 2010, I think, uh, doesn't do 5.1. It only does 2.0. Oh, it, it mixes it down? It mixes it down. That's – well – Which is real dumb. I'm going to sound like a real dinosaur here, but I use a stereo only – Okay, you're good. The receiver? House? Rock and roll. You know what? You should uh, get – you know what's you know what's crazy is the TV I'm looking at does not have any analog audio outs. It only has an optical cable out. Toslink for audio out. Why do you need audio out of your TV? To run it into my receiver. Yeah, because he doesn't have an HDMI receiver. Like no, I just you run. Don't have a receiver. No, I have a receiver. 
You have an HDMI receiver? No, it doesn't have video inputs. It is literally a two-channel stereo receiver. receiver. Wow. Yeah, so so to power the two floor speakers, you don't have toss the large, the nice floor speakers that I have. You can still run the analog cables from the consoles into the receiver. Mm. You have to get that little like on the Xbox. It has an HDMI plug built in. You have to have that. You have to find that. And then I have to change inputs on the receiver all the time. Then you buy a Harmony remote, and that you just that's bullshit. I'm not doing that. Looking at getting a a really good uh, speaker bar. How can the speaker bar is not going to be anywhere near as loud as how how does a television not have analog audio out? It's the future. That's fucking stupid. We moved beyond analog. I was looking at Monoprice. I don't know how much you guys know about this stuff, but they sell like a twenty dollar box. Yeah, it it's powered. You have to plug it into the wall, but it will take. Take either digital coax or Toslink optical yep. and convert it to two-channel RCA. Does that that'll do exactly what it says that, it does? Is that it's not going to introduce lag into the sound? Is it, it just might work as lag, <laughs> lag into the sound? Well, you know, I mean, I'm, if you're playing Rock playing, Band Blitz, yeah, you're going to have problems playing rhythm games on this thing. You know, I can't, I can't get the calibration thing ever to work on Rock Band games. Really? No, I'm incapable of it's doing psycho- it. It's a psychological thing too. I think I, I think I anticipate, so I get yeah. ahead of where it's going to be. Oh yeah, overcompensate. Yeah. And it's, I, it always oh, fails. I'm real. Uh, Gina has to do it. I'm mm. real bad at it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would buy that TV in a heartbeat. It's a great TV, even with the audio thing. Yeah. All right. And then I would buy a receiver to go with the TV because you can oh, use the receiver with receivers your receivers. Fine. There's nothing wrong with that receiver. Put two channels. Why? Dude. We're in a, I'm, in an, I'm in an apartment. Multiple channel future. A, where am I going to put more speakers? And B, put what am I going to tell my neighbors? You put them right up next to the sofa. I live side. under my landlord. He is old. Well, then he probably has hearing problems. My so living cool. room is under his bedroom. He told me that. <laughs> oh, that's probably a mistake. Yeah. Okay, so just get a really nice pair of headphones. Call it a day. Um, you know what we didn't talk about was Big Picture, which is out. Oh, yeah. yeah I haven't gotten to use that yet. Have you? Yes. Is it good? It's a weeks. big picture. It's really uh, good. Quick okay. look up on the site. Yeah, there's a quick oh. look up on Tested. Okay. You're welcome to watch it there. It's, well, it's okay. quality content. Or I might just go home and use it. Yeah, you could do that too. <laughs> okay. Um, you can use your controller. It works really well. So Everything that works in Steam works in big picture. If you're at the Windows desktop and you have regular Steam running. Yes. You just there, hit the home button. You go to beta. Well, first of all, you have to be opted into the beta. And up no, to no, no. I'm, I'm so so big picture is already that, installed sure. and set up. Hit the home button on your Xbox controller. The You mean the guide button? Guide button. The big fat X? And that's it. It will launch big. Picture it detects mode. that. Oh, really? From the okay, from the, that that is the key piece of the theme. puzzle. I wasn't sure about. I didn't know that. Valve, I could kiss you. That's really smart. Wow. Because the problem is, uh, for people like me who have the computer in one room and the TV in the other, that's what I have. You have yeah, to go in back the, and forth. You have to go in the office or wherever the computer is and and Deploy. hit 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 change output to TV. But then you can't Windows be, P. So I was my, my concern was just to put it into big picture mode. You'd still have to use the mouse and keyboard to hit the last button, like the last step of the puzzle to, to turn that on. Only problem is when Steam but, loses focus when it's not on Steam. Mm. That like that that only happened to me here when we were doing it on a laptop and had a bunch of video capture stuff plugged in. I didn't have problems with that at home. At okay. All. So generally, generally, controller only should be fun. And once you install the game, once you run the game the first time, you won't have to do all that direct that's, stuff. That's the other the, the other problem I've had is that if the UAC kicks in and you need to click right, yes, yeah. you have to run back in there and change the input again. And you like it's yeah, just it's, turn the UAC down so it doesn't bother just, you. Should I do that? Can, can you can you whitelist specific applications? No. Oh, that's a shame. But just just turn the UAC down because okay. you're going to click OK to everything that pops up anyway. So why should you let it bother you? Yeah. All right. Move along. All right. Nothing to see here. Fair enough. Um, and I think that'll do it for us this week. We will take more questions next week, I promise. It's podcast at tested.com. Keep it short, under 45 seconds. Did we answer your question, Brad? Do you have uh, hometown trivia? About the TV? Where's your hometown trivia? I usually summarily dismiss questions without hometown trivia. I don't, I don't really want to out my hometown. Is there a festival 
There is. Is it about uh, some sort of tree or gonna, fruit? I'm not going to say. Is it a stone fruit <laughs> or is it a apple? We're done here. We'll be back next week with another episode of I do this love Apple products. Thank you. Only a test. Brad, iPhone shoemaker, thanks for coming by and seeing us. Uh, Norman Chan, always a pleasure. Uh, we have still Untitled on Tuesday, every Tuesday. We're still soliciting questions for Adam. So we're going to do a Q&A show at some point in the future. Send your questions to podcast.test.com with still untitled in the, in the subject line. Uh, stay tuned for fake outtakes. Today's outro comes from Kem Eng Paul, who I assume is some sort of chemical engineer. Hi there. I didn't see you. Test it. This bag is just full of asses. There's no heads. It's little mini fake asses. That's an oldie. I think that was an old one. Yeah, that was, that from, was uh, from Brick. Oh, Brick. That's from Brick. Where'd Brett go? I think he had to go to the bathroom. Does he not know that the podcast continues, resumes, post... Nothing stops the podcast! Post, uh, post outro? I the said, outro uh, is just an intro. I even told him, segment. stay tuned for fake outtakes. I don't think he was listening. I, he was ready to put his headphones off and mm. not hear about the mini fake asses. Yeah. I kind of think that I might have grabbed one from a, an old page on the, on the raw outro song uh, file. Might have been it. Um, thing. Let's, let's see. No, oh, yeah. I'm on page five. This is from February. So that explains wow. why. Uh, I did it in a hurry and our internet's bad. Internet's bad. That's the excuse. Um, I used Airbnb for the first time today. Well, not the first time, but I you book something, something on Airbnb for the first time today. Yeah, it's an interesting experience. I think it's a wonderful, wonderful service. Uh, but your experience may vary depending. And just like booking hotels, you should book early. A lot of times, unlike hotels, the person renting out the room. So I'll explain what Airbnb is. Yeah, and it's a service for people to rent their and sublet their uh, housing. Um, to other people, travelers. Person to person. Person to person with a small intermediate cost that goes to Airbnb, uh, the service. And a percentage. Just like, you know, any type of hotel service, you can search maps, search different cities. People, it's like Craigslist, but with photos and verifications and review system feedback. It's hooked so, into Facebook and stuff like that. So you can yeah. see if it's a real person. Uh, so we use it when we went to Comic Con to book a, uh, a condo, which is great. Uh, amazing price, cheaper than the hotel. Like three blocks from the convention center. And, Perfect. I used one to book something for Philly, but that was unfortunately canceled because the apartment was flooded and it turned into a hassle. Um, so you do did you not end up get, in a hotel, or I had to end up in a hotel. Did you get your money back? I did get my money back. Okay. So you do have to go, uh, you know, deal with the person directly. The Airbnb is basically an escrow. They will hold the money and they won't pay the person, but they will charge your credit card immediately. Uh, when you book something, we're talking about Airbnb service. It, it's great if you're traveling by yourself. You know, if great if you're traveling as a big group. Well, it's nice if you don't want to stay in a hotel, so you can have like breakfast in a refrigerator and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it's like so, a suite. Yeah, we we had actually attempted to use them to find our E3 house, not housing where but, we were going to sleep, but yeah. where we were going to shoot stuff at E3 this year. Oh, you mean that wonderful venue but, wasn't on Airbnb? No, it certainly wasn't. What, 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 what was review would you give? That, that was a Craigslist special. Okay, wow. I liked the like fluffy asbestos in the bathroom in that place. Zero stars, uh, an option on this scale. Zero stars is an option. Airbnb yeah. seemed great uh, right up until uh, every time in the process when we got to the part where we were like, "Hey, we want to shoot like hours and hours of video in your house every night. Is that cool?" What do people like, say? No. And then conversations Horn. seem to stop. San you know, Fernando some Valley. people they they have you know two apartments or something. They use Airbnb like for their vacation homes, rent it out. And I know people who've. Uh, had gotten in trouble, like who have rent controlled places and they just Airbnb their, you know, cause they leave it open. They'll say, okay, I'll 
vacate my house and now find a friend's house to live in, but charge 200 bucks a night in the city to rent and, you know, three nights a month, they'll pay my rent or something. Yeah. Huh. And, but, but yeah, if you're in rent control, you can really get in trouble with that because most oh, yeah. rental places won't let you sublet. Absolutely. Um, what else did you do in Philly, Norm? Um, I went to the top of City Hall. It's a nice big building. Under, stood under William Penn. Had some great coffee. Uh, had Philly cheesesteak at Jim's on South, which was another widow recommendation. Okay. Um, cheese that, is, Whiz, I did not realize, is not the Cheese Whiz that comes out of an aerosol spray bottle. I thought that Philly cheesesteaks, when they say get Cheese Whiz, you put the meat inside and you kind of spray cheese on top. Nope. They take the bun and it's Cheese Whiz from a big can. It's like ladled in, right? Ladle, and yeah. they just yeah. dump it on yeah. with like a, a mixing you know, spoon or something mm. and just slather it. And then the meat gets onto the runny cheese. Huh. And the meat juices and cheese juices mix and soak into the bread, and that's what makes it awesome. So you recommend the Cheese Whiz? Absolutely. I'm going to tell you a secret about the, the Philly cheesesteak with the Cheese Whiz, is that you don't ever want to take that back with you. Like You want to consume it there oh, yeah. or Absolutely. leave it behind. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's, it congeals. evident mm-hmm. It turns into like a velveeta block of meat Ugh. and cheese. You don't want to congeal. You want the juices to be perfect. Oh, not good. Yeah. You try to fly with that? No, no, no. I just, I, I like ate a giant one. I was like, we're going to go out drinking really hard tonight. So I'm going to get another one to bring back and I'll have it at the hotel room. I'll be really super smart. And I brought it. I bet that that sandwich has a half life of like 10 minutes. I think by the time it, by the time it cools half from the starting temperature to room temperature, it's half, it's done. I was at a a burger at a place called Village Whiskey. Do they sell whiskey? They do have a lot of whiskey. Um, It was a, are you looking at Yelp reviews? Burger. I'm looking for my, a, the menu. An expensive burger. It's an, it was an expensive burger. Philly food wasn't bad. Um, Philly's a good eating city, I think. Although, you know, Anthony Bernays never been there. Really? The Whiskey King Burger, Maple Bourbon Glaze, mm. Cipollini? Cipollini? C-I-P-O-L-L-I-N-I. Like a salted meat? I, I guess so. Rogue uh, Blue Cheese and Applewood Bacon and Foie Gras. Mm. That would be Delicious. illegal in California. It was incredible. Brad, what would you like to talk about? Uh, you want to talk about games? You talk about games a lot. Mm, yeah, we do. Uh, Man, you big guys, live live shows tomorrow. You guys have a lot of air to fill, don't you? Yeah, tune in on our website. Giantbomb.com. Stuff will happen. You guys won't be there. What are the big plans? I'll be there. I'll oh, be yeah, there. that's right. You'll be, hey, there. You'll be there. You'll be there for a little bit. Yeah. I, I, I book. One of you loves us. I, Joey loves you, too. He's a person. That's true. Yeah, he, he may also be there, actually. I um I booked this thing a long time ago. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm really bummed. I, I seem to remember asking you a longer time ago. I booked this in... I can tell you when I booked it because it was a Kickstarter. Yeah? Yes. Oh. Hi. Do you, do you want to talk about the cone? Uh, Yeah. Have you gotten yours? Oh, no. no. You got, you're part you of the delay, happened? right? Yeah. Yeah, I went ahead and just ordered well, another one. I guess it's part of a larger conversation that it, I guess was inevitable that's taking place around Kickstarter now that people are realizing they're really impatient and they want what they paid for as soon as they want it. Yes. And we talked like, about this a little bit. When oh, is that, have go, you guys? You know, it's when, okay, though. Like, there are already runaway, articles oh, yeah, popping, up, successes. popping up going like, well, what happens when nobody in Kickstarter is accountable for like... Oh, yeah. On. Kickstarter addressed that. Basically, they're yeah. not accountable. It, it's, yeah. it's the it's the, uh, the the whoever put posted the project up. Right. If they did not account for scaling, uh, you know how many units they'd have to produce. Right. You know, how all the promises they had made. You know, don't use it as a pre-order. Yeah. Well, you'll, if you cannot. Yeah. Like largely. Scale. The, yeah. Largely. Well, you're directing that at the at the vendor. I backed this on I, May 22nd. The cone. No. The no. conference. Oh, oh wow. Okay. 
So I definitely didn't ask you that earlier. No, you did not. But I'm I mean, not a bad could, person. You could level that, that criticism at people who back projects on Kickstarter as oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they, buyer beware. Because a lot of a lot of people supporter beware. A lot, I'm sure most most if not all of those products will eventually be fulfilled. But like you know, don't don't go on there and treat it like it's it's Amazon, like it's a storefront, and you're just yeah. buying a product that is going to be shipped to you. You know, it's no, like, you are supporting the like ambitions. this is like seed money to get this thing off the ground, and like if they hit bumps along the way, like that's what happens. And it's you putting money in with no no expectation or really legal ramifications if something goes wrong. Um, so, th- so this all happened because a couple of kind of high profile projects have had delays. It's like the Pebble. Um, the Pebble was one of them that, uh, uh, the, the big iPhone, iPhone dock, the evolution was a little bit delayed. I think that also is now a big fucking paperweight. That giant now, now that paperweight. the dock connector is useless. Oops. Um, the, uh, uh Keith Gerke, who does the yeah. Evil Brewing, yeah. uh, released the cone. Um, and he, wow. So you get push notifications from iMessage even when it's turned off now. <laughs> awesome. Did that go on the stream? Um, that just went on the stream. Awesome. Cut that out. No, uh, just leave that in. I'll there. leave it in since we talked about it now because uh, it won't make any sense <laughs> otherwise. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the the thing that I think people have been complaining, people get self-righteously indignant on the internet. I assumed when you're talking about a service like Kickstarter that is to help people kickstart manufacturing and do things that they wouldn't otherwise be able to do that everybody understood you're taking a chance here yeah people apparently are dumb or in fairness i went through and funded something or uh, um supported something the other day i paid real close attention to what the fine print says and they don't really make it super clear that you're making taking a gamble when you're in the giving money phase of this process you would hope it was conceptually self-evident but maybe not People are don't ever under, uh, underestimate the stupidity of people yeah. who are trying to buy something. Yeah, um, entitlement. Yeah. Like so the, the cone, the cone was the first thing I'd ever backed on Kickstarter, and like I actually, you talked about it. We I talked about it a lot. I, I'd asked around. You met the guy, and I asked you. I was like, this guy seemed like an upstanding dude, and you're yeah. like, yeah, he's super honest and cool. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I'll give him money. I mean, give so one hundred twenty-five bucks. So his situation is, he had one product that was very close to finished. Which was um, the actual cone. The actual the fil- filter. metal filter itself. Yeah, which is shipping now. You can buy one today. I bought one and it was there two days later. That's right. It's on his yeah, site. On but, his and, site. And, and those are shipping he's, to people who he, just wanted that. They're, they're already getting He them. fulfilled all the pre-orders in August for yeah. that. Okay. All the Kickstarters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the problem is that he also wanted to sell a ceramic brewing system to more, go with it. It's more of like an end-to-end brewing system. Yeah, yeah so to replace the Chemex. Because I, I, I don't have a Chemex or anything like that to put a cone in. Exactly. Why did you buy the cone? Because No, I'm buying the brewing thing, which is why I don't have one yet. So, um, so because the, the ceramic, he was not happy with the the. Build he's gone through a bunch of iterations on the ceramic. on the ceramic stuff yeah. that he was getting back. Um, the design changed from the time he launched the Kickstarter to when the, the, it was filled, it was finished. He did initial runs of that, didn't like the way it turned out. Did it again, did it again, did it again. And pottery is a kind of slow process; it yeah. takes a while to do. Hmm. Um, so he, he's going to miss the September deadline that he had initially set right, for that. Right. It's going to probably push into December to fulfill them all. Um, and unfortunately. Because of the way Kickstarter works, you can't survey twice. So he can't say send out a survey to Brad and me, who both backed the same thing. I bought the I bought the hundred twenty five dollar one too, and say, hey, what's your address? We want to send you the cone part now and send you the the other one later. Um, people were really upset, mm-hmm. and I can kind of see that because it's a little bit it's a little that's weird that he can't run the survey twice to to collect information. It's Kickstarter limitation. Um, Wait, what? Why can't? Didn't you Kick, give them your address? Period. No, you, the way Kickstarter works is when you when they f- when they're ready to fulfill it, mm-hmm. then they reach out to you with a survey and say, "Hey, where do you live? What size T-shirt do you want? Yep. Whatever it happens yep. to be." Yep. 
and they collect that information then. He couldn't collect it now and then collect it again it three months from later because yeah. it'll be technically fulfilled. Yeah. So he has to do it all at once. Yeah. Um, well, he actually offered another option. So then he offered another option, yeah. which I thought was pretty reasonable and people were pissed off. But he basically is giving 35 bucks off the price of the cone, which I'm sure it means he's breaking flat even on the cones. Uh, if you want to get the cone early so you can buy one and have two, give the other one to a friend or something, I assume. Um, I did that because I wanted to get one in for Quick Look. We'll shoot a Quick Look next week. Thirty-five dollars off on the cone. Thirty-five dollars off of the fifty-dollar cone okay. or sixty off of the retail price. So you're essentially getting it for a little bit more than his cost would be my guess. Wait, in, so anyone shipping. can buy that? No, you have. No, to that's if you backed and, and, they're not, and not getting your product yeah. yet. So you have to somehow prove that you backed it. There is a mechanism that I don't want to get into on the air, but okay. yes, yeah. it was very straightforward. But but like he. I feel like this is, if not the textbook case, at least a pretty good example of like how you can handle this if you run into snags yeah, and, and aren't going to be able to deliver on time. Like He's been sending out updates saying, hey, here's exactly – like he's down to de- details on what he didn't like about the ceramics. Like, yeah. oh, it was like the, the way the spout was shaped. The coffee was like dripping down the side when he poured and, it and, and stuff and like Kickstarter that. And encourages – And like if they're very – if they're fully yeah. – Yeah, if they're fully open and transparent about what's going on. Yeah. The reason he's not sending it out – too much. The reason he's not making them is because they're not – he doesn't think they're good enough. They're not up to standard, right. which is – yeah. I mean you could get into a situation with like uh, – with that sandal company where they started shipping units into retail channels before they fulfilled any mm. of their Kickstarter That's orders. That's bad. That's terrible. Yeah. Like that is – that's pretty reprehensible. But, right. But, but he's but not selling pottery elsewhere. Right. You can't get it anywhere else. But if it's just a case of these companies or these people or whatever they are just you know, wanting to ship a good product and having to take longer to do that, you, know, you kind of have to expect that to be part, part of the exactly. process. That's kind of the way I feel too. Um, I, I think Kickstarter could do a better job communicating it. I think that when you – like the, the language that they use on backer rewards and stuff like that isn't exactly clear um, – and it, it could definitely be better. I saw, uh, I, th- I don't think it was like a blog post. I think it was maybe just on Twitter, but somebody was even dipping their toe in on the video game Kickstarter stuff the other day of just like sort of testing the waters of like, why haven't any of these games come out yet? Like they weren't getting incensed about it yet. Well, but I mean, somebody at- started asking the question yeah. and it's like Double Fine, which was the defining video game Kickstarter project is still less than a year old. You yeah. know? Like how long do you think it takes to make a video game? Yeah. Right. I mean, you're looking at minimum of 18 months to make bad games yeah. a lot of times. Yeah. And and um, I mean, when you look at something like Planetary Annihilation, that's a pretty ambitious big yeah. project. Especially the more money they pull in, the yeah. more stuff it's, it's they keep also, adding to it's, it. It's weird for development because when you have a game, you know, like the uh, the animated not animated GIF one, but the pixel art game, like um, and they're encouraged like release artwork and stuff, right? Then that's t- completely different experience than when you're going to buy the game at the end, like and you get all the surprises if you've seen all the characters and seen all the art. Well, the double fine on the double fine because I supported the double fine adventure game. I the stuff that they're showing in those trailers, I stopped watching because even though they blur out a lot of the stuff, I, like I kind of want to go into that cold. We talked about that, that exact thing on our podcast, and I'm I'm totally with you. Like that stuff seems better consumed after you've played through the game, yeah. and you like were surprised by everything in it. Yeah, and you can't and then, have like then, a, a status bar like, oh, the game is 35 percent done, right? Well, but, but by nature of the Kickstarter and because people have bought into it and it's been up for what six months now probably I the can't double remember. fine yeah when it was did like it? very like wasn't that tail April end or tail end a lot wait was did it we still end? work in the same office then yes we did yeah so it was March it had to be before was, March I want to say it was tail end of last year wasn't it yeah Maybe. oh no 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 you're right it was uh, it was around Dice so that was like February yeah February or March right. yeah, yeah yeah um so yeah I mean we have uh like like. They have to keep trickling stuff out, A, because they said they were going to, but B, because they want to keep people feeling good about right. spending that money. 
but I, I don't. That's not the experience I want. I want to. Yeah. I want to go into that game knowing nothing about it and either have fun or not, and then go back and watch the other stuff and see what went right or what went wrong yep. at the end of the, yeah, it, the end of the, the, the trip. The ones where like part of the backing incentives are like access to developer forums where you can tell us what you want in the game or like you know they're like straight up taking suggestions from backers about what to that put always in the really game. scares me. Yeah, it's like the, the people who are going to consume the game probably are not going to make the best decisions naval about what warfare, to put in though. the game. I'm, I'm down with naval planets, yeah? with water planets. Okay. Like I, I was sure. glad we hit that, that stretch goal. That game looks awesome. I really hope that... Did it close? Is, are they done? Uh, if it hasn't closed, it's it, like it, a few hours soon. away. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yesterday. I think they had hit... Their Final mile. S- I think they had hit their second to last stretch goal. Is that right? Uh, like they were coming up on the last one? Yeah, the last one is orchestral score. Oh, wait. Which I don't think they're going to hit. No, I think it was before that. Um, it was some pretty, pretty significant. Forty-two feature. hours to go. Uh, f- uh, two. Yeah. So the the second to last is an orchestral score at two million dollars. What's the one point eight? Uh, one point eight is going to hit for sure because it's one point seven seven now. Oh, okay. But what is one point eight? Um, I don't see it on the page. Okay. It was something that would actually. Is it like a game thing? Yeah. It, was, it would really affect the quality of the game. I can't remember what it was. Oh, cool. I, I'm I'm super like those guys of all the dudes to get uh, Galactic War is the thing. Yes. So it's the it's the it's like a persistent. Uh, yeah, kind of persistent multiplayer territory grab kind of thing. Yeah, and it's local too, which Stand? is exciting. So you can only play with your friends. Exploit? You don't have to compete against people who are. Uh, I think this is more real time. I want a real, real time. I want a real time four X game. Uh, well, Sins of the Solar Empire. So, yeah, Sins is kind of like that. It takes too long. Uh, have you seen you've seen this game right? Not this one. Planetary Annihilation? I think oh, it's, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's the old uh, I mean, gas-powered game. Yeah, the, I mean, the name yeah, straight yeah, up yeah. implies they're going for a total yeah. Annihilation style yeah. of zillions of robots and stuff, but I just, I love any game that uses the Animal Crossing, like, little, like, curvature and horizon yeah. mechanic. Like you mean the, the war. Oh, there are games before then that you did that, too. Yeah. I know. I'm looking forward. That looks awesome. But, it, I mean, it's going to be two years before we see that, unless yeah. they've been working on it in secret and right. funding it out of pocket or something. Right. I just don't know it. Um... And I'm fine. I like. I'm fine with them taking time to make that right. It's yeah. Same thing for the pot, for the yeah. able pot, or for the pebble, which I didn't pre-order because I think phone watches are kind of silly. But you know, whatever. That's cool too. So I guess that'll do it for us, unless we have anything else pending. Uh, I'm heading to XOXO this weekend, so I will see you guys there. Big live live show on Friday. Yeah, tomorrow. So if you haven't watched, uh, if you if there. see that, it'll be cool. There will be. Is there? What's Shana- Can you give us I a should, teaser? I don't know if I should say what there will be. I I heard that. Something might be broken. Well, there won't be any liquid nitrogen, thanks. Sorry. But I don't think I could bring liquid nitrogen to your building. Yeah, you're probably right. They'd probably well, we weren't going to tell anybody, so, you know. Dude, you can't go into a A doer is not something you can hide. Always better to ask forgiveness than permission. Uh, we will we will come and bring liquid nitrogen some Friday okay. if you want. Or we'll go outside. Yeah, we can just dump shit in the yard. There will be there will be bows and arrows, and there will be... You can shoot bows and arrows in the office. There will be nugs, uh, wow. and there will be... There's a harmonics presence. Is that what it was? That That's nugs? not necessarily okay. what I'm implying. Okay, but, but maybe I like uh, nugs. Wait, no, I don't. Some stuff will happen. Okay. Yeah. Any donuts consumed? Maybe that couch has never been the same. By the way, <laughs> uh, we're also going to be in New York um, the week of September 24th. So if there are cool things in New York that you'd like us to see, cool projects, cool makerspaces, uh, let us know. Yeah, we've we've gotten good suggestions. Uh, there's there's a thread in the forums, so post in the thread in the forums. Can you guys go test throwing rocks at that Apple Store and see what happens? I don't, I don't, I don't want them to hurt me. I don't want to get blacklisted. How reinforced do you think that glass is? Pretty reinforced. Yeah. I bet you could hit it with a car. Wow, a small car, huh. Prius. Huh? You go. That would just bounce off anyway. It probably has concrete poles all around the edge of the plaza. 
We should go see that Apple Store. I've never seen it before. I'm, ex- I'm interested. That's cool. It's neat. You've seen it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo event on on uh, yes, Thursday. Actually, also. today. Today, As yeah. you're listening to this. In fact, probably before you listen to this. Yeah. What, this is the Wii U event, it's right? The, it's, it'll almost surely be the date and price. It has to be the date and price. And that'll be this holiday. That's sometime, all there is. Yeah, sometime it's before well, rumor is mid, mid-November. Any, any uh, predictions in the past? <sighs> on on the price? Yeah. Uh, I... What did they launch? The Wii was two fifty two forty nine two forty nine. My gut says two ninety nine. A lot of people say two forty nine. I think. I think it's hard to launch more expensive than the last generation. Yeah, but Nintendo really likes making money on their hardware. That's true. really likes it a lot. I mean, what's what's in? <laughs> but that you know thing, what? Though? I never use it. Yeah. It's going to sit in my drawer. Uh, well, that, that's, that's, that's exactly what they're counting on because if they sell hardware at a loss and then nobody ever uses it to buy new software with, then they make, are fucked. Make good hardware. Have you played more? I like we. I got to spend a little bit of time with the Wii U stuff at PAX, but did you like? What's the vibe? We haven't played it since um, E3. Since E3. Okay. Uh, I mean, like the stuff that they had at PAX was just the E3 demos. I think on, so, yeah. On, on the. There's just, nobody playing. They really didn't bring a tentpole to E3, you know? Yeah. Like, where was the one game to really anchor that system? Like, Nintendo I, Land ain't it. I, I don't even know what that New is. Super Mario Brothers was that, but... That they just put that out on the 3DS. No, I know. Like, then that's going to be the fourth one of those, you know? It's like, come on. You got you need something better than that. I don't know. Like, HD Galaxy. I think it looks neat, conceptually. Like, they could do some cool stuff with it. Like, is it going to grab, like, the grandmas and six-year-olds? No. Like, the Wii did? That was a once-in-a-lifetime thing. There's no way. Steven Spielberg isn't going to go Like, motion is a universal language, you know? Like, a kind of a half-assed iPad without multi-touch. Not not so much. Well, and the, I mean, the thing about that, the tablet is, it's, it's going to be really maker like it's going to there's going to be a lot of developer nightmares like nightmare games built to use that tablet yeah because like some of those demos that we saw at E3 you you look down at this you look up you look down you look up and you you just can't do that yeah. like it took a long time for them to figure out how people can use the DS yeah you're right and, and somebody will do it like you know, the Nintendo like like they've done since the N64 like Nintendo is usually the only one that fully exploits their weird quirky hardware design yeah. they'll come along and sprinkle their their pixie dust on there and like magic will come out of it. I want a three-prong uh, controller again. Yeah. Not really, but I, I don't know about that. I like that. I don't know about that. Okay, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.